Hello everybody, how's it going and welcome back to the Kill Connor Club podcast. My name is James, or Lasers, and I'm joined as always by Tyler, or Tynamite. As always. <laughs> we nailed it. We nailed it again. Perfect. The same intro again. Absolutely oh, spot great. on. That's great. Right on time oh. too. Like this is actually probably the closest to exactly on because it's exactly on nine o'clock mm. right now. It just right now clocked over to 01. So that's uh, I'm very impressed with uh, how on point our timing was today. So True. good job, man. That's good. I'm proud of that. Yeah, so am I. Very, very proud. Um, so been a crazy couple of weeks. A lot of uh, stuff's going on. Games have come out and uh, trailers have been released and things like that. And it's been it's been pretty hectic. What's what have you been up to the last? Was it two weeks? Yeah, it's two weeks between podcasts, that's it. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ, two weeks. So, spending a lot of time making videos. Doing a yep, you have. Stuff. You have done some, you have done a lot of quality content lately, my friend. That's, that's always true. And then, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, the recently I spent, like, the new, like, because I do the AC Quick Law series, which is totally not, um, the truth. And yeah, totally. It's not, guys. It it isn't. It isn't, and uh, it it just isn't. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so the like the research and editing that goes into that, like the most recent one about the Apple, I kind of underestimated how long that was gonna take, and ended up not getting out when I wanted to. And like, it's it was probably like a solid twelve hours of like editing and making sure the information was right and putting it in the right order. Like it was horrible but at the same time i really love making those videos because yep. the amount of shit that goes into it and it turns out so well at the end and so that was that was a great one and i need to kind of when when like next time i make one of those i need to give myself more time because i didn't think it yeah. was going to take as long as it did the truth is similar in terms of length of time to come up with those theories and put them together and have all the research to make sure you haven't somehow missed one detail that totally fucks up your theory that's what the truth takes why the truth takes so long and I was doing it every two weeks and you know with a full-time job and you know being a yeah. student also at university yeah, it's some time it's some time I agree um, uh, what, what else? else what else you've been um, pumping out the streams and the videos and then recently no man's sky so that's taken over my life that has that's been amazing yeah, and it's just, it's so good. And I don't understand how anyone can say it's not a good game. And like, oh, it flopped, because it definitely didn't flop. I, I, I can, so I can much. understand why people say it's a bad game. Why? Okay. If we're going to get, okay, we'll get it. We'll, I'm sure we'll talk more about No Man's Sky later, but we'll get into just, I just want to bring this part up. Because yesterday I was going through, because in next episode, episode 29 of the Kill Connor Club podcast is, I think the day before, but it's the two year anniversary of the podcast. So I was trying to come up with like videos, right, to react to, like maybe like our old videos or Kill Conqueror moments or something like that. I don't know. But I went through looking at all your videos, and I found a No Man's Sky video from 2013. Okay. Say, and the title was "Will No Man's Sky Be the Best Game of 2014?" Okay. Now I don't know about if you know dates, but we're in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking this. So much time that's been built around this game, there's no human possible way that it can live up 
to the hype that has been created. Mm. It's just not possible. And for me, I hadn't even, I'd, I would think I'd heard of No Man's Sky, but I hadn't paid attention to it until the podcast maybe two episodes ago. So about a month ago, I knew about No Man's Sky. So I've only been excited for a month, and then it came out, and I got a PS4 in that time. So, you know, that's why I kind of didn't pay attention. So to be fair, for me, I love it, but I didn't have all these years and years and years of hype and expectation. I had one month. I heard I was like, that game sounds cool. Came out, I got it, I'm having a good time. I really like the game. There's some things I don't like, but it's that's every game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's no way, right? It can live up to that sort of hype. I guess so, but it did for me. Like, I've been, I've been like, following the game since 2013 when it was first announced, and, like, I love it. I think it's amazing. So, I, I don't know. I guess some people just expected more than I guess the game was going to be. I don't know, though. It's strange. Must have been right. Like, I think I expected more, but only because I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect. I thought there would be more... I think the only thing that I expected more of, that there's zero of, was I, for some reason, and again, I hadn't even watched a demo of this game. I'd seen screenshots. You mm. could People can literally go back to the podcast two episodes ago, maybe three... I think it was the one with Cry with Victor, where we went through PS4 games. You guys convinced yeah, yeah. me to get a PS4, and mm-hmm. that's when I first really was told about No Man's Sky, and that's pretty much all I knew about it was what you told me, some screenshots, and I was like, okay, that sounds interesting, uh, and then talking to some people about it. But I thought right that for some reason, when you went to planets, the point was to almost colonize planets, like you could construct things. Yeah. And build shit. Well, I was kind of under that impression. They are bringing that out in a later update. Uh, they put out like the details for the next update, and they're bringing out like base building, so you can do that on planets and shit. Okay, that's pretty fucking cool, man. Mm. That will okay, be good. that's what I. I'm like, well, you've delayed the game seven years, so why not just put it out in the main game? But you know, <laughs> whatever. But that yeah. was one of the things I thought it was missing that I kind of was a bit out about, but. Does it not feel, and I mean, it's not all the time, because I was just playing about an hour ago, and if I found some planets that were really unique and I hadn't seen before, one that was just all, like, gold, like, there's fucking gold everywhere, I'm like, this is fucking sweet, and end up fighting, like, big mech sentinels, because I refused to stop mining their gold, and they were really pissed <laughs> off, but I was... Kind of, the the worlds just kind of mash together. They're kind of all the same. Mm. That's how I feel. I feel and like, yeah, some, there's sometimes. all the same shit on it. The 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 animals are more or less exactly the same. Eventually, after you've been to about three planets, they're just variations of each other. And all the mission types, which is there's either a empty base or a established base, or there's a beacon or there's a drop pod, or there's a monolith. There's like five things you can do on the planets, or mine for shit, and then go to the next planet. Like, that is about the game. I'm not mad at the game. It's just, I can understand why people like same old shit after about 10 hours. I get get it, if you're not into that type of gameplay, but I think people like Assassin's Creed players that are are more, or like Skyrim players, like, I I think actually Assassin's Creed players aren't really, that's not a good example. More like a, player like a Skyrim. If you're into Skyrim, you've probably got a lot of patience. And this game needs a lot of patience. 
it's not a quick reward type game with a lot of action going on. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot of build up. You have to kind of, you know, you set a goal like the. What I love is I do get that it can. I get the repetitive side, but it doesn't feel repetitive to me. Like I am doing the same things over and over again, but it doesn't make me bored of the game. Like I still like the game, and and plus, like you know, when they add in more things with updates, it's going to get even better. And I still love the game as it is now, but it's only going to get better. Like it can't get. Well, I mean, it could technically get worse, but I I don't think it'll get worse. They could just add a bunch more stuff in, and it's just going to get better and better. And I just love the whole goal of the whole mystery of it is. There's still stuff I'm finding as I'm kind of moving through the game that I'm like, oh, I haven't even seen this before. And it's kind of cool when that happens because I don't really know what the limit is. I'm kind of just like exploring things. Like I do get some of the planets are similar, but then sometimes you'll find a planet that's completely different. And you're like, oh, this is really cool. I found like a brand new one. I think, you know, they just, I think it's just come out. So they're probably going to tweak, you know, how the variation works and stuff. And eventually they'll get to you know a sweet spot, and it should it should all even out and be really cool. But I'm I'm still enjoying the game, and I love how everything works and like the way you build up to getting like new upgrades and like traveling further and getting to your goal, and the fact that everything does take a while and it's not just all of a sudden like there you go you've done it. Like it takes a while to build up to it, and then when you've done it, you're like yeah I've done it. Now I'm gonna do the, like the next thing, and you keep like moving on and stuff. And that, I think that's really cool. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You are right. There is. There is that element of there's something more to it. You are always occasionally finding new things. Like I definitely am, and I I kind of agree also that uh, even though I'm I am doing the same thing over and over again, I'm still enjoying it because it's still like I don't know. It hasn't worn off yet that you're traveling between planets. Like I must admit, it, one of the craziest moments in gaming for me ever, and this game is historic for me. It's very historic. That I flew out of a planet that is fully explorable, and I flew to another fucking planet. Mm. I it was the craziest game, one of the craziest gaming experiences I've ever had. It's wearing off more and more. I do it, but it's still it's never going to be not amazing. Still, but mm. it was like goosebumps. I can't believe I'm doing this moment. Like how insane is this? How far have we come? Yeah, it, it's crazy. Moment. That was a good moment. That was amazing. I remember because when you first get into the game, it's like you you're on this planet, and I didn't leave the planet for like probably like an hour. I like explored that planet for ages, and then I got into yeah. the ship and flew away, and it was just the best thing. I was like, whoa, that was crazy. But I like even though I'd explored that planet for so long, I like touched like barely any of it. Yeah, it's just it's just so crazy how big it is, and like I just can't wait to see the different things they add in and stuff, and it's gonna be really cool. Like, I think that the future of the game has so much potential, as long as they keep working on it, to just be, like, like just amazing. I just can't wait. Yeah, you're right. It's, I, I, I don't want you to think I don't love the game. I, I do. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that will I ever get to the center of the universe? I don't know, because it is still, like, could it eventually wear off? I'm afraid it might. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid mm-hmm. it might. Yeah, Hopefully it won't. I mean, it might, but I've I've played it for probably about sixteen hours now. Oh like, that's shit, that's crazy. Time I put into it, and okay. I, I still I still love it. So I mean, I don't know. It's different for different people. Like some people like play it for a bit, and they're like, yeah, no, I don't like this. And some people just really enjoy it. I don't know. It's just it's just different. It's one of them games where you kind of have to. I don't know. It's it's strange. It's got a lot of mixed kind of 
reviews and stuff. Well, someone said that they played it on PC and had to refund it because it was broken. I didn't. I haven't found it that it was broken. It's only crashed like once, and that's, that's it. And other than that, it's been it. it's been fine. But I mean, it's a new game, and it was made by like fourteen people. Like it's people people think of it as like oh, it's a triple A title, but it's not a AAA title. Like it's 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 an indie an game. Indie game. <laughs> it's an indie game. Jesus. So like. So like people people are judging it as if it's like made by this huge company when really it's not. It's only because it's like you know, being endorsed by PlayStation that people are like, oh, this game needs to be perfect. But really, it's it is just an indie game. Like, so I mean, you know, making history is an indie game though. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, that you've got some good points, and I and I don't disagree with you. I'm having fun. Definitely having a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But I've only put about six, seven hours into it. Mm-hmm. I just and it's been out for a whole week for me, and for you it's been like a day. And you put <laughs> like uh, out of the twenty-four hours it's been out, you've slept some of it, and you've spent sixteen hours playing just No Man's yeah. Sky. Mm. That's true. Essentially, yeah. yeah. I mean, in your first stream, because you did like the eleven-hour, ten-hour stream or something, that's yeah. more than I've played it mm. from your first sit down. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, so I'm still. I'm still very early days. I've still got my first ship, and I'm like looking to get oh, Jesus um, a new ship and stuff. And I've got a new hyperdrive. I'm like, well, I haven't made it yet, but as soon as I can, I can travel like further distance than the ship. I've already warped twenty times, and like, the thing is, if you get black holes, you can get closer to the center way quicker. So, okay, I don't know, I don't know like how long exactly it takes, but I haven't even been going towards the center. I've been going for this other quest, like path thing. Um, so. I don't even know. Like, eventually I'll head to the center, but not until I finish this, because I want to see what's at the end. Yeah, I, I really want to get to the end. I do want to get to the end, right? Like, mm. you start playing, it's like, it's, it's hard to give up games. And mm. be like, ah, I won't finish it. Especially even, like, you've already put 16 hours into it. That's so much time. You want to get to the end, even though you're not even close. Yeah. Because what is it? What did they say? 60 hours is what I heard? Possibly, I don't know. Mm, interesting. Interesting. What's your coolest moments playing it so far? Hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I, I guess leaving a planet for the first time was awesome. Yeah. Um, Have you found any space battles? Yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty fun. I, I, big, like, big ones or...? Yeah, like where like ships are getting attacked by pirates and shit, and then the sentinels come in, you kind of have to help them, and then you're kind of like... It's kind of like teaming up to fight off the pirates it's quite fun nice i've only been attacked by like two ships and i almost died and i uh, just survived <laughs> yeah that happened to me at first but i'm i'm, I'm all right now i've upgraded my ship and i'm i'm doing good um another thing that was pretty cool was when i found the first um atlas base thing because like you're exploring and all of a sudden you get this quest line to go do uh to go find atlas or whatever and like you you follow this path and eventually you reach this massive space station and it's like all mysterious and shit for like the civilization and like they give you warp cells and then like give you an atlas sphere or whatever and you just have to follow the path and you're just like what the fuck is going on and like that's what intrigued me i was like okay right i'm gonna follow this path now i want to find out what's at the end of it so that was that was pretty cool finding that what have you got i still haven't got an atlas version one i don't even know what's called how do you get those? What are, what well, are they called? The Atlas Pass V1. Those. So those are like hacking things to get hacked through doors and shit like I guess that. So, and to... yeah. 
They're, they kind of just work. Yeah, yeah, they are just for doors, aren't they, really? How do you get them? I haven't... Well, I don't know how I got it, like, exactly, but I think it was when I, when I went to the Atlas, like, base, like, the thing in the sky. I think it's called an Atlas interface. I think it gave me an Atlas pass along with the Atlas stone. So... And then when you have it, you can just use it as much as you want. Like, it doesn't wear off. You can just keep it in your inventory and just use it all the time. And I think that's how I got it, but I'm not entirely sure. And it's cool, because every time you go to one of, like, the space stations, there's always one doorway you can go through to buy things, another one that's always locked. And if you go through with the Atlas Pass, you, um... There's always an exosuit upgrade in there, so you get an extra slot for your exosuit, which is always good, so that you can have more space in your inventory. And yeah. a bunch of other cool stuff in there, and that's always How cool. many slots do you have in your inventory at the moment? Oh, shit, uh, like 21, I think. Not bad, not bad. I think I've only got like 17 or something. Okay. I did specifically go around for a while, just going to like a beacon and being like, show me shelter, just so it would mm. show me the drop pod so I could go get the extra slots and stuff. Yeah. Ah, oh, No Man's Sky. That, I think I'd agree with you. The first moment that I was like, oh my Jesus fucking Christ, was leaving a planet. But I didn't have the booster yet. So I just flew with the general thing. And I'm flying out and I'm just out of atmosphere. And I hadn't worked out how to get enough fuel for my booster so I could go between planets. And that was a crazy thing because it's like telling you, for people who don't know, when you are flying around and you're looking between planets, it tells you where, uh, like, how, how long it's going to take you to get there. So when you don't have a booster and you're just doing your general uh, flying speed or whatever it is, I don't know what to call it, um, it's like four hours to get to the next planet. I'm like, what the... I'm, so I'm kind of stuck in this planet until I work out how to upgrade and stuff. Like, that was cool for me. I was like, this is so huge. It's going to take me four hours to get to that planet. Shit, okay, I better, uh, you know, go back and figure out what to do. And then I run around and can find the fuel. And then I realized I had to fly up and shoot fucking asteroids and get fuel <laughs> from there. But, like, it's cool trying to figure stuff out. That's kind of the fun of the game is to not know how to do something and just... You, you upgrade stuff and eventually you're like, oh, I've upgraded all this stuff and I figured out how to upgrade this actual thing I needed and now I can move on to the next phase to, you know, travel to another planet and after that to travel between systems. I haven't traveled mm -hmm. galaxies yet. I've just traveled systems. Cool. It is, it is good. That's, it's a lot of fun. That's true. Uh, stop talking about No Man's Sky, Rogue One, Billy says. <laughs> Someone said something and I wanted to point out. Oh, no, never mind. I remember reading it and now I'm like, no, I don't actually care. Someone asked, was Suicide Squad good? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Can we talk about that, though? Uh, Yeah, I guess. So, just because I Suicide... I haven't seen it yet, neither have I. Can we talk about it, though? Yeah, yeah sure. I, I didn't want to talk about the movie itself because people okay. might want to see it and don't want to spoil things anyway. Not that I know anything that happens. <laughs> no, neither do I. But, I. but I've watched a bunch of reviews, right? Just because I was interested because, to me... I'm a Marvel guy, and I'm not a Marvel guy because as a kid I watched Marvel movie, like Marvel cartoons, and I was always into that. The heroes I liked as a kid were Batman. That was my favorite hero. He's still my favorite superhero today. But mm -hmm. the problem is DC as a whole, at least to this generation, not, don't include the Dark Knight trilogy because that was its own thing and it's over now. But this new generation of DC is a pile of shit, and this new generation of Marvel is the greatest thing to happen to movies and my life for a long, long time. Yep. So, 
the thing about that is, since 2008, Marvel has been the shit, and I've loved Marvel since then. And Marvel has done things like make movies that I was laughing at, like this is going to bomb, this is going to be terrible, like Guardians of the Galaxy, for example. And then I watch it, to, and I thought I was going to make fun of it after, and I was like, oh my god, I was so wrong. That was amazing. That's one of the best movies I've seen this year when it came out, 2014, I believe. And then Ant-Man, amazing. Like, I'm like, they can do anything they want. Then I saw Civil War, and I never thought a superhero movie would, I could compare it at least to the awesomeness of the Dark Knight trilogy. Not that it's it all the same type of movie, very hard to compare, but... Mm. I was like, that. Civil War was one of the best superhero movies, if not the best superhero movie I've ever seen. Mm. Probably second only to The Dark Knight. Mm, I agree. And, I have, I've seen it now, by the way. Yeah, well, you, we're not talking about Civil War, you're too late. Uh, uh, well, now I'm going <laughs> to fucking kill myself. I missed out, guys. I missed out. You took about five months to see it, bro. We're not talking I've about it, it now. At least yeah, I've at least seen you... it. It's, yeah. it's all good. I can just yeah, agree okay. with you now. Yeah, that's true. It is amazing, no, though. No, I know that it's true. How amazing was it? Just it was, so it good. It was so good. It was amazing. So, the thing about that is, I just wanted to address this whole thing of that I am a Marvel fanboy. But it's not because I just have always loved Marvel. I'm a Marvel fanboy because Marvel make good movies and the and DC don't. Mm-hmm. DC, I don't not like DC because I'm just a DC hater. I'm just a Marvel fanboy. I'm just mm-hmm. writing Marvel. No, I loved DC as a kid. They had all my favorite superheroes, like Wonder Woman, Green Lantern and shit, but they've done nothing but ruin them. Batman goes without saying. I am Batman, though, so it's kind of like... uh, It goes without saying. So, you know, when that happens and you're making things like Man of Steel that I wanted so badly to be good, so excited for Man of Steel, Mm. and then it was just a pile of dicks, Um, (laughs) and then... Batman vs Superman didn't go see it. I was, I'm not doing this. I'm not watching another Zack Snyder piece of shit. I hate Zack Snyder movies, and I hate a Man of Steel. I don't see how this is going to be much better. Like even if it's better, which I, it can't be worse, but even if it's better, it's still going to be an average movie that you know makes me think average things about my favorite superhero, Batman. Yeah, I I'm thought pretty, I'm I'm pretty sure Batman vs Superman was worse. I feel like I enjoyed Man of Steel more. Did you? Yeah, see, that's... Well, I, well, I, well, I finished Man of Steel. I only got, I, like, I got... When I went to go see Bamba Superman at the cinema, I got uh, about half an hour in. Um, well, actually, I, to be fair, I did leave because I got really sick, but when, let's just pretend it's because the movie was shit. Then sure. when I watched it again... Um, so you've watched it since? Yeah. I got okay. an hour in, and I had to stop because I couldn't... I couldn't... Well, I couldn't watch it. It was yeah, awful. It's... Yeah. But at least I managed to finish Man of Steel. It still wasn't good, but um. Yeah, I mean, I finished Man of Steel because it's the first. I'm like, they're trying to make a universe here, like Marvel did. Why not give them a chance? Yeah, no, the more the better, right? You know, why not? If both universes are awesome, that's mm-hmm. double the awesomeness for me as a fan. Mm. Uh, but it, they're not awesome. It's just bad. And I thought Suicide Squad was the DC, DC movies I'm just not going to see. Like, I'm not going to see Justice League. I'm not going to go see an Aquaman movie. I'm not going to go see a Flash movie. I don't give a fuck. I will only see a Batman solo film because it's Batman, and I actually really like Ben Affleck, and even though he's not my favorite Batman, I wouldn't know. I've never seen a movie with him in it but uh, as Batman, but, you know, you, you can't compare to Christian Bale in that trilogy, but I'm sure he's going to be fine, and I'm sure it'll be a good movie. At least to somewhat, as long as Zack Snyder's not directing it. Uh, so I'll see that. Everything else I don't care about. 
Suicide Squad, I thought, this could be the one I like. You've got a new Joker, uh, by, played by Jared Leto. I like Jared Leto. This could be cool. Margot Robbie seems like the best Harley Quinn possible right now. Then you've got you know Will Smith in there. Like It just looked like a cool movie being put together. They're Guardians of the Galaxy, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then I, I go to all my trusted reviewers. I'm like, oh, these guys are comic book fans. These guys like the same things I like. And everyone shit on it except one of my favorite reviewers. Other than that, everyone else shat on it. That even the ones that are DC fanboys, if people ever watched a game over Greggy show or like kind of funny and stuff, Greg Miller and all those guys hated it. And I'm like, that's ridiculous because Greg Miller does nothing but suck the dick of DC. Mm. So that for me, I was very concerned. So I'm not probably not going to go see Suicide Squad. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Pay, well, I'm not gonna go pay money to watch it. Is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, same. I mean, I will watch it when I can illegally. Da- I mean, what? But. Uh, <laughs> I mean, eventually I'll watch it, but um, George watched it, and he said it was terrible. He said he didn't understand any of the plot until, like, the last 15 minutes of the movie. Because he didn't actually know what they were doing. Like, he got to the end, and they were like, oh, that's what they're doing. Now I, yeah. I, now I realize what's happened for the past, like, two hours. <laughs> like, it apparently it was just completely convoluted, just like um, Batman vs. Superman, where the plot just doesn't make sense. It's like they've got, like five teams of people and gone hey here's uh, an idea for a movie go shoot your own bits of it and then they can put it all together and they're like there's a movie and it's like it just doesn't it doesn't make sense like you 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 need to it's not they're not structured right for some reason i don't understand what they try and do is it like they try and get like is the story too long and then they cut so much out because they need to shorten it that it just ends up not making sense maybe that's why because apparently they cut out like a ton of jared leto stuff like I think yeah. he said um, that they had enough footage of Joker and Harley to make an entire movie about just them, but they cut out so much of it that he's barely in the film. So I don't know yeah, what they but, were doing there. Well, to be fair, the movie's not about them, so you got to cut that sort of stuff down, right? Like, to a certain extent. Mm. I, I haven't, like, again, we're kind of talking without ever watching the movie, uh, but... From what I've heard, I mean, I keep hearing different things. Like, even when I hear bad reviews, they're always different descriptions of why it's bad, which is kind of weird, but even more of a concern, because it's like, in so many ways, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's not the same ways. Like, people say it's confusing plot, at least in the sense that it's not confusing, it's just stupid and ridiculous and not, not well-constructed. People say the acting's bad, and the, the script, like, the lines are bad, and the... It seems like the editing's weird and stuff like that, and they don't even know who the characters are, and there's a whole list of reasons. And I'm like, well, okay, I'm not going to pay a movie ticket price to go see it. Mm. You know, that's the sort of thing. And yeah. when you don't like what a company's doing, I'm not going to go pay money every time. Because people will go, shut up, Tolly, you haven't even seen it, just give it a chance. That's what people said to me about Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I don't like what a company's doing, why would I pay money every single time they put out a movie... To go see it just because I better give it a chance so I can talk shit about it. I'm not going to talk shit about a movie. Well, I'm not going to go to see a movie just so I can talk shit about it. I'm not going to pay money for it. That Because if I pay money, they're just going to keep making shit movies. Because people keep paying the money to be like, I'll give it a chance. This one might be good. Yeah. What Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, I've, I've stopped. Like, I'm not going to go watch any more of DC's movies. I, well, I mean, I'll... 
I'm not going to go pay to watch them, but I will watch them just so I can, you know, give my give my opinion on it. But George, from what he said, he said that Joker was, like, even though he wasn't in it much, he wasn't the character that he was meant to be. Like, he didn't feel like the Joker. He felt, like, his voice felt forced. He said the, he said the laugh was good, but his personality was off. Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but he did things that Joker wouldn't do. And apparently, originally, they'd written him so that he did joker things like he was just a like a fucked up person that did bad bad things um but they they changed it when they like reshot and stuff so that they changed the scenes so he didn't do as bad things like he cared about people whereas joker doesn't care about people like if you know the joker from a lot of like comics and the games and everything he like he just uses people he pretends to care and he'll just kill them and won't give a second thought like he doesn't actually care about harley like he would he he would easily kill her like he doesn't he if doesn't that's what, care if that worked out for him well he would yeah he would kill yeah, her he, would. Are, oh. like, he doesn't care but in in the movie it's like he cares for some reason we don't we don't want to spoil it too much no i i i have seen it that. so yeah and it's like and apparently yeah george said every other member of the suicide squad was good they would they were done really well harley was really really good but um he said enchantress was a shit character and joker wasn't very good either so I don't know. See, I, I keep hearing people say Jared Leto was okay to good that range. I haven't seen a bad. I haven't heard a bad thing yet. Well, I haven't seen him, so I. And I know, and but... with Margot Robbie playing Harley Quinn, I keep hearing the from a range of she was great to she was fucking horrible. So it was a very broad range there. This is a polarizing film. Mm. Absolutely polarizing film. Without a doubt. I think I'll, I'll see it eventually, but I'm not going to go to the movie to see it. Unlike Batman vs. Superman, I probably will... I, I'm not going to say I'll never see it. I might see it in like five years' time. I don't know. But I'm I'm not going to go out of my way even for free to watch it. Like, I'd rather watch in, a lot of other movies. There's a lot of other movies I could watch again or watch for the first time that aren't Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just not going to do that. But that's, you know... Whereas Marvel, this year, what have they put out? They've given us... Uh, Deadpool and Civil War. Like, okay, well, it's tough <laughs> when you're yeah. like, and DC have given us Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman. <sighs> oh, <sighs> Jesus okay. Christ. Yeah, that's that's really tough. And I wanted Suicide Squad to be good so badly. I was yeah, so hoping. So I was like, this is the so this bad. is the one. This is the one. Everyone will say how good it is, and I'm gonna be like, okay, I'll go see it. Everyone tell me it's amazing, and then I'll watch and be like, good job, DC. You've done something right. Maybe I'll go see Justice League, or I'll see the Batman. I'll make sure I see the Batman movie because Joker's it. Like, but no, like, mm. what what do we do? Yeah, I'm I'm just disappointed because I do love DC. Um, no, I don't love Superman. He's a terrible character. But he I is like, a pretty terrible um, character. But I like DC in general, and it's it's sad that they fucked up. I really, really, really hope they can get the uh, Batman movie right. I hope I hope that turns out well because I love Batman. I don't want him to fuck it up. But yes, I'm, I'm a little I'm a little bit worried at this point. Um, as as long as Zack Snyder's not directing, and I think if Ben Affleck directs, no. you well, people what they want about direct ben Suicide Squad. Yeah, well, true. Yeah, I think DC because DC have their hands in all of this and uh, freaked out because they're trying to compete so bad and they're so far mm. behind Marvel and yeah, yeah. they're trying so hard not to fail that that's what they're doing. They're failing. Yeah, and it it happens. It happens when you're so freaked out and try not to fail, and you've got so much pressure on your shoulders, and then you just all you can do is fail. 
And that's interesting when I thought about that and then I'm like, imagine... It makes me think how much better Star Wars Episode Seven is. Mm. Think of, they had even more pressure on their shoulders to make a good movie. And they did deliver a phenomenal movie when yeah. they had to bring it back. They're like, we have every, the biggest franchise in movie history and everyone wants it to be good. And if we fuck it up, we could literally be killing its you know unconscious corpse right now. Mm. So I'm impressed that they did that while DC are crumbling under their own pressure. Because I've, I've heard there's been multiple edits of Suicide Squad. Like the director edited it and then people like, let's have another edit. And that's what the movie came out as. Like, there's another put together film. Ooh. You know, it's uh, whereas you know Marvel are just good. I don't know. <laughs> well, Marvel are good. That's definitely true. Yeah, every movie is at least from good at the lowest end to unbelievably amazing at the highest end. That's the spectrum of Marvel movies. Marvel is so good. Yeah. Well, Marvel, it's very... I think Marvel are good because they do their own thing and they're just trying to make the best Marvel movie they can, whereas DC is trying so hard to compete with Marvel that I think they're forgetting they should just focus on just making good DC movies and trying to do that rather than trying to best Marvel. Because at this point, Marvel's got like such a following that they're... DC aren't just going to take all of Marvel's fans and be like, guys, guys, look, we've made an amazing movie. Like, It's not going to happen like that. So if they just make their own good movies and try their best to make movies that are good DC movies rather than competing with Marvel, I feel like that would help them loads better. I mean, it's it probably won't be much better because the movies are awful, but maybe it would help. Hopefully. Speaking of Star Wars... <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> Uh, so that was a Fucking weird hell, laugh. Right, not, um, not doing that again. Yeah, uh, that one. Star Wars. Oh, as, oh, sorry, I'll say the title properly. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, released its first official trailer. Not a teaser, like its full trailer. For some reason, the other two-minute trailer is a teaser, whereas this two-minute trailer is a real a trailer. I thought this one yeah. was the, like the story trailer. The other one was just like the, oh, the, teaser trailer. The debut trailer. Called. I thought. I oh, really. Yeah, and they're that's, the same length. Doesn't that's, make sense. That's that's really that's really stupid. Even then, this wasn't really a story trailer either. Like this, is what I love about the Star Wars trailers that they did with the Force Awakens and they're doing it now with Rogue One is they're not actually doing anything. You know, like they're not showing us anything. It's just what I'm just looking at the chat and there's a lot of numbers. Yeah, it's everyone's ages. yeah. Uh, everyone's given their up. age. Yeah, we we know all your secrets. Hashtag Tyler for Joker. That was a bit of a Joker laugh, wasn't it? A uh, bit, yeah. Yeah. Better than Jared Lowe. No, I haven't heard it. <laughs> but... <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm a better Batman than any of the people that have heard the play. Them, so that's true. Anyway, so with Rogue One's trailer, I'm going to actually get it up just so I can look at it. But uh, okay. they aren't showing anything. They're not spoiling anything with their trailers. They're literally just showing cool Star Wars shit. Cool mm. shots. And some character dialogue that doesn't give away anything. We already know the stories about them trying to get Death Star plans. That's all we kind of know. The Empire's in control of the galaxy. We already knew that. Like, there's nothing we don't already know. They're just showing it us a bit of tone. They're showing us how the movie's going to look in some sense. And then they're 
of course, teasing our dicks off with Darth <laughs> Vader at the end. Mm. Like, my God. How, what did you think overall of the Rogue I One thought, trailer? I thought the trailer was awesome. Like, I love what Star Wars do. Like, they did the same with Force Awakens. They've done it with this. Is Like you said, they're not giving anything away. They don't give away the whole plot of the story, like the, the film. They, I don't know how they do it. They they managed to get so much content into the trailer without ever completely giving away what the story. Like I still don't know exactly the story. Like I know they're going to get the Death Star plans. I get that. Like, um, it's kind of like it. I said I think I said this before. It's kind of like a Suicide Squad type thing, even though it's not. But um, it's the like, literal you, Suicide Squad. Yeah, you get like <laughs> <laughs> this is the real get, Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's gonna be way better. But you get the um the general gist of what's going on, but they don't ever give anything away, and I think that's awesome. And they, they give you, like, the way that the trailer is done, that they give you so much stuff that you, it kind of builds the world, and you're like, okay, right, we're back in, you know, Star Wars universe, the original Star Wars universe, and it's so cool to see, like, all the Star Destroyers and the Imperials and, like, oh, it's just so cool. And, like, the, the original Stormtroopers and shit, and the Death Star and, ah. Oh, is beautiful like the whole like just looking at it and it just gives you such like nostalgia being like oh it's you know it's original star wars and it's so cool and then obviously darth vader was just incredible Ugh. just fucking incredible like, is there any way we didn't have to look at the back of his head though like we it's not like we don't know who it is <laughs> you know? Yeah. like you know what i mean like we know yeah. who it is why are we look in the back of his head yeah. i guess they want to save the full reveal because like now we we've seen him we know like obviously we knew he was going to be in the movie but now we've seen him in a trailer we're even more hyped than when you get to see the film you get to see him in his like you know full glory and it's going to be awesome yeah so there's a couple of story things i wanted to talk about Okay. So if people are really like they don't want to know shit, then spoiler alert. But there's not it's not really spoiler alert because again, the movie's not fucking out. But mm-hmm. so there's a couple of things in this trailer. First, in not story wise, I think the best thing I've seen about Rogue One from both trailers, like the main one and and this story one, was scale. Scale, scale, scale. Is so well presented, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. The way they showed in the first trailer just the how big things are, the scale of things was I've never seen anything like it. The way they showed the Death Star and everything and the shadow coming out. Like that was amazing in the first trailer. This trailer had multiple from different degrees showing scale. Like I'm scanning through the first one was just because it looks to me like the the whole movie's on one planet. And then there's some space shit. Like there's this big on a mountain, walled-off city with a tower on it. And then there's a Star Destroyer floating above it. And mm-hmm. is it is that the Star Destroyer, or is that the smaller that's, version? That's a, that's a Star Destroyer, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, and you just show the scale of the city and how big the Star Destroyers are. Like, the Star Destroyer is bigger. That's just the reality of that. Mm-hmm. Way bigger. And then... Which I thought was probably my favorite shot of the... Actually, there's one more that's probably better. Then you see some of the character ones. You see that nice Death Star reveal from the Shadow coming out. But you see it a bit different because you actually get to see the the Star Destroyer come out of the Shadow. Yeah. And get revealed. Then there's just some cool space Star Wars. He shoot a couple of lines of dialogue between our main characters. And then it kind of goes through who these characters are quickly. Like a quick reveal. One's a sniper. The other's like a blind Jedi. Do you think he's a Jedi? That's what I think well, would be cool. Could you imagine him fighting Darth Vader at the end and Darth Vader just fucks his day up? Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, I mean, he's definitely a Force user. Whether definitely. He's, whether he's a Jedi or not. Well, I mean, I, I guess he'd have to be a Jedi, like an old Jedi from the Old Republic or whatever. 
because he knows about the force like who else like he's not exactly like he was told and told by anyone about the force he must be like an old jedi surely it's the only thing that makes sense yeah that's a good point um and also then there was the robot after that yeah that's the other one he's tall he's a lot bigger than i thought that robot and he's just like uh the captain says i'm not going to kill you and she's like thanks uh, oh, okay, and then here's the shot everyone's been talking about. So you see the city again, uh, like you see the tower and you see the hill. That's how you kind of differentiate how I, they, they kind of made the icon for this city, this movie set in pretty easy to spot. Mm-hmm. And you see the Death Star eclipse the sun, and that's Ooh. showing the scale of how big the Death Star is. Like, that's crazy. That's about a minute nine, a minute ten of the trailer. Mm-hmm. So for people who want to kind of follow through as we're talking about it, that's... An amazing shot. It's probably the best shot of the trailer. Uh, and I was like, holy shit. Like, again, another scale shot. Then you see them looking down at the planet from the Death Star. I'm like, we're playing No Man's Sky again. Uh, and then we're on this kind of tropical area. And this is where I'm like, maybe there's two planets. But this could still be... Because the other planets or area is just kind of dirty and sandy. I mean, this could be another place on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. Just to mix up these fucking desert planets that's in every Star Wars movie. <laughs> Then some combat, some dialogue, some other shots that were from the old trailer. Then we get some of the cool, st- as the Sith music or this Rogue One theme, mm-hmm. which is just a differentiation of the Empire theme, which I really like. Mm. They kind of go into the Jedi music and X-Wings are flying and uh, the AT-ATs are there. Another scale shot is this big, what, what do you think that is? So there's the ship flying away and there's this big rubble collapsing yeah, and their yeah, ship no. is... This ship is about mm, a speck of dust compared to the whole, like, whatever this is yeah. coming into question. I have no idea. Could it be a crash Star Destroyer? Yeah, I was thinking possibly. Maybe they, maybe the Star Destroyer shot something and it yeah. caused, like, a huge, like, mountain to collapse or something. I don't know. It's just, yeah, something's something's crashing down there. Um, I don't like sand and everyone goes, no, please, no. And everyone goes, oh, it gets everywhere. Uh, <laughs> So that's about a minute 38 of the trailer. Then there's, are you with me? Oh, no. Actually, this is another one of my favorite shots. another scale one from a smaller scale. From a person to something, which is the TIE Fighters. And and you've got Jin that walks up to the TIE Fighter, and the TIE Fighter, like, floats up. Now, I'm assuming a rebel is in it because she does looks pretty comfortable walking towards it, or she's a secret spy undercover. Yeah. Which is possible, but I don't think so. But it's possible. Mm. Like, that would actually be a pretty cool... Because it's like, we kind of know we, they all die, right? But then what if she is evil? Yeah, I really like that shot. And then, of course, we go, are you with me? We're with you. Then Rogue One, a Star Wars story. And then Darth Vader. Vader. Cool trailer, right? Awesome. Cool fucking trailer. It is good. Well, yeah. So, overall thoughts. It's amazing. Yeah, agreed. I don't know if there's any movie I'm more excited about this year than Star Wars Rogue One. No, I don't think so at this point. Whew. Story-wise, do you think it's possible for her to be perhaps a traitor? What are your thoughts on that? Um, nah. Yeah, no, maybe. I I don't think so. Star Wars twists? Maybe, but probably not. I mean, it's it's very possible to have a Star Wars twist that she's 
uh, related to another main character, uh, the sister, and no. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's probably just straightforward, you know, everyone's going to yeah. die. That's true. Yeah, I agree. They're all going to die, except one, because someone needs to get the plans back, right? Uh, uh, well, yeah, I suppose so. Unless yeah. they uh, do something, I don't know, like, yeah. Yeah. Because mm. it ends, like, what is it, like, ten minutes before the beginning of A New Hope, right? Something like that. That's true. So, uh, I guess... I don't know, I guess they'll get the plans. I... Hmm... I, I don't know. They'll be on Leia's ship, and then Darth Vader goes chasing after Leia's ship, and then New Hope starts. They die. Yeah. I mean, I just hope Darth Vader does a lot of killing, and he's absolute, like, you know, a badass, and just fucks everyone up. Yeah. Yeah, that's my biggest hope, I think. In the whole trailer, I think I want to see Darth Vader do some crazy-ass shit, mm. and kill a bunch of people and be ruthless and these people try to fight him back and be tough and they're just not even close to his level. Mm. He just beats them down. I wouldn't mind seeing some Darth Vader story as well rather than just he shows up, he kills people, that's about it. Like, I want to see him throughout the movie. I want to see him go through some shit. Because even though he's the villain, he's also kind of the main character. Mm. It's Darth Vader. He is Star Wars. Like, he's kind of made this movie, in a sense, in my view. Mm, that's true. I wonder I wonder how much will be in it. I hope he... I bet he... I hope fucking he's in a lot. He better be in a lot. I, I also hope he's in a lot. He can't be in it less than Luke was in Force Awakens. That's... yeah. Oh, no, definitely. He'll be... he'll be... I am sure he'll be prominent. I don't... I don't know, though. What if he just shows up at the end for, like, a scene where he does some cool stuff? And that's it. What if they do okay, that? Yeah, that'll be so shit. I don't know. It's it's strange because I don't know what they'll do. I, I really hope he's in it. I really hope he's in it for quite <clears> a bit. And he has a main role in it. I really hope so. Yeah. Ace is just like, want a Hayden Christensen back though. Love that man. <sighs> Billy, why do you... Why do you hate us, Billy? What the fuck's wrong with you? Um... He's apparently messaging Joe because we're not good enough for him. And <laughs> uh, loves Batman vs Superman, Zack Schneider, and Hayden Christensen. And real quick, Billy can't be friends. Can't be friends with you. <laughs> uh, that's great. Flashbacks with Hayden as Anakin. Why? We've seen what happens. We don't need flashbacks. Yeah, we don't need that. What are we, we flashing back to? We don't need that. What I mean, we've had we've had three movies explaining it. They don't need to show us it again. We we know what Anakin, what happened to Anakin. We're all good with that. I don't really want a flashback of Hayden Christensen. Uh, no, I don't need that again. We're all good. Yeah, I'm all set. Uh, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Neckman of Vader ruin the whole movie and have Hayden Christensen appear. Oh God. And talk to Vader, like, as his, like, split personality. Oh, God. And just talk to him, be like, hey, buddy. And they'll be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> just for, like, two minutes. We just have <laughs> Hayden Christensen. Uh, and he's like, but... it's like, what causes, because, you know, they're on the, the that desert planet the entire time. The, like, they blow it up with the Death Star. And the reason Vader gets oh, don't, Do is not say it. Do Hayden not say it. 
appears. Do not say it. To do say, not do, say do you remember? Do you remember the sand? And he's like, fuck this. Just pulls the Death Star trigger, if there is a Death Star trigger, and destroys the planet. And that's... That's what starts the original trilogy. Is, oh, is that? Oh, fucking um, <laughs> well, um, the Death Star doesn't get fired, right? Because the first time it gets fired is on Alderaan. Yeah, it's the weapons test. In, in, in the first Star Wars movie. It, yeah. So, yeah, so it won't get fired, surely. Yeah. Surely. No. Yeah, that's what I'm pretty sure it won't get fired. Yeah. I believe so. Mm. That's. Yeah. But they did say. Wait, wait, hold up. What am I saying? What am I saying? No, no, it went on my head. I don't know. I don't know what I was saying. That well, whatever okay, it was, that, it's gone. That's helpful. I started to send like I had something to say, and then I started a sentence, thinking this is this will probably remind me, and then I didn't remember. So that's that's that done. <sighs> that just sigh it's... of disappointment. <laughs> like oh, you fucking idiot. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed there. <laughs> was a bit disappointed. Now I'm gonna tell a story of my week. I'm just going to go grab another beer. I'll be about 10 seconds. Okie dokie. What do we got here? What did... Okay, people shit on the prequels too much, like, just because of Jar Jar. Yeah, it's not just because of Jar Jar. It's 100% it's not just because of Jar Jar. It's because of a lot of things. It's because of Hayden Christensen's poor acting. Actually, it's because of everyone's poor acting, except for Ewan McGregor, who is amazing. But everything else is horrible. Not everything else. Mostly everything else is horrible. Like... That I could give you a list. So we've obviously got Jar Jar, who's shit. We just get him out of the way. Hayden Christensen <sighs> is an awful actor. Um, we've got the annoying love story that is so prominent between Padme and Anakin that's written terribly. There's too much CGI, and that's that's horrible. Um, what else is there in the prequels that's really bad? There's um, you've kind of nailed it, but there's a lot. There's gotta be I mean, f- an hour of pod racing yeah, is a bit pod, tough. Pod, pod racing. It's not like I don't like pod racing, but not kind of could have just been a video game and shown it for about five minutes. Mm-hmm. The entirety of Young Anakin, um, I you could have really fit the entirety of Phantom Menace into like Attack of the Clones. Just have the beginning bit show where they got Anakin from Tatooine. Like I don't understand. I get. I, I guess you do need to build the backstory, but at the same time, Young Anakin. I just is so want irritating. I just want. I just. I tell you what I want. <laughs> Tell you what I want for Rogue One, because someone just brought up the best part about the prequels is Ewan McGregor's. Oh, yep. I, I just said. That. I just fucking want. I just want at the end of the movie to be like a shot of Ewan McGregor, and it's just teasing the Obi Wan standalone movie after the Rogue One sets, and he just kind of has this moment where he senses the Force is changing, like you know, the Death Star plans, and you know, because Leia's like, would "Help it, me, everyone, can I be my only hope?" Because what? Because it's give him grey hair. Who? Ca- it's he's the only living Obi Wan. Yeah, I guess you could. I just give him grey hair. He's Obi Wan Kenobi now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't take this away from me. All right. All right. Fine. Fair enough. I mean, they did because they've didn't they scrap the Boba Fett movie or whatever? Did they? Oh, thank God. Yeah. Oh, thank Jesus. I think, I think that's not happening anymore. That was so... a waste of time. I mean, I'd do it at some yeah. point, but just for sure, make an Obi Wan Kenobi movie before you make a Boba Fett movie. What are you talking about? Like, I don't understand why he has such a big following. Like, he's not even a main character at all. He's just, like, a side bounty hunter. Like, he only has, like, two lines. I don't I don't get where the big following for Boba Fett came from, because he's barely in the movie. Like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Top questions. <laughs> People also ask, because I just searched Boba Fett movie scrapped. 
Mm-hmm. People also ask, who is Boba Fett? Is Boba <laughs> Fett a, is Boba Fett a woman? <laughs> who played Boba Fett in the original Star Wars movies? Who is Jango Fett's father? Fucking Jesus! Christ. What? Who is Jango Fett's father? What? Why Jango would you Fett's ask that? It's Boba Fett's father. People. But why would st- you? But why would you ask that? Because the prequels are set after the original trilogy, right? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. 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 So, Star Wars, Boba Fett movie has run into some problems. Oh, this is two years ago. So, I don't know. Nothing's really happened from by the looks of it on Google. <laughs> Did you see what Billy just put in the chat? No. What is it? His newest, his newest comment. Obi-Wan sees Luke in Rogue One from a distance. This boy will be a New Hope role credit. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> a New Hope. <laughs> that is the worst thing ever. That's something oh, straight God. out of... Uh, the goddamn Lucas Glum George Lucas Twitter account. <laughs> that is terrible. Fantastic. For sure, stick to not giving movie ideas, Billy. Uh, I don't know about. I think Boba Fett's getting his own movie. I don't know about this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is going to get it. Really? I I swear, someone told me it was scrapped. Like they just weren't going to do it. No. It's, um, well, I don't fucking I'd... want it. I don't care about Boba Fett. I don't need a movie. I don't, it's like something that I'm like, I need to see it because it's Star Wars, but at the same time, I, like, I wish I didn't have to see it because I don't want to. It sounds boring. It's Star Wars. We'll watch it. We'll enjoy it. And we'll shut the yeah. fuck up and uh, watch it. Yeah, well. It's I super mean, It's Boba Fett. Like, what can they do with him? He's boring. He's so bo- Like, he doesn't have a personality. He's so boring. I don't want a movie with him. That's so dumb. Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess I kind of get the young Han Solo one, even though that's, it seems really random. Okay, like, Rogue, so Rogue just... One seems the best out of these three spin-off movies. Oh, definitely. What a great what a great concept. Han Solo prequel, like, I'm sure it'll do well, but that's tough sell because you're replacing a established character, whereas, you know, especially because Han Solo was young in Star Wars, so... Mm. Uh, it's hard to replace him, whereas, you know, Ewan McGregor replaced, played a younger version of an old guy. So, you know, and Ewan McGregor has owned it now. We've established him. We accept him. Uh, Ewan McGregor actually talked about a solo Star Wars movie for Obi-Wan. I'm just looking up that. What's the status of a solo film? Um, Ewan McGregor wants to go on record to clarify what's going on with the possible Obi-Wan Star Wars spinoff, especially the fact that he's not campaigning for it. Okay, so he said, I'd very much like to do one too. I think the story between episode three and four, I think there's a story there. I think that Obi-Wan can, that the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie, if there is one, uh, the one that bridges my Obi-Wan Kenobi and Alec Guinness's Obi-Wan Kenobi because there's, I don't know how long he's been in the desert there, but it's got to be 20, 30 years. That's all he said. So he wants one. Uh, if you asked me to, I would be happy to. But it looks like I'm campaigning. But it looks like I'm campaigning for it just because I I get asked about it all the time. So I definitely uh, like it to be known that I don't bring it up at these interviews of my own free will. I only respond to questions I'm asked to. I don't know anything about it. They've never approached me about it. That's a lie. They definitely have. That's why I was clarifying it. But uh... <laughs> uh... hopefully, I'm I'm hoping for one. It'll be great. Yeah, summer. Well, we'll see what happens. 
there's hope there. <laughs> there's a new hope, guys. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, moving on from Star Wars, I had a fucking terrible week. Okay. It was just it was just one thing after another. I don't know. I I was very happy to have this podcast today because mm-hmm. it's 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 Sunday. I just finished work today. I'm got here. home. Yeah, you, you're here. Totally. Exactly. That's the thing. Yep. Um, yep. Everyone's here for the banter. It's awesome. But it's just been a kind of shitty week. It's just been one of those weeks. It's just like what a Debbie Downer of a week. Mm. Yeah. Heaps of uni assignments. Obviously, keeps you up at mm. night. Keeps you tired. Plus work. I'm exhausted now. I hope I'm not sounding too flat during no, this podcast. I feel like been... I sound more tired. Really? <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah. like it. I feel like when I talk, it's a drone like this. I've I've kind of felt the same this podcast, and it's just <laughs> the drone podcast. Uh. Uh, and yeah, I was just one of those fucking weeks. Other than the fact that one, it's just busy, and I'm exhausted. That's just one thing. That's just you know that happens. It's not mm. a big deal. You move on, you get through it, next week will be better. But, you know, it's just kind of like the world's just kind of like insulting me at the same time and giving me a middle finger whilst it's happening. Mm-hmm. And fucking from something small. So I had a pair of, I had a pair, I still do. I have a pair of like white jeans or like cream colored jeans, right? Okay. And I don't know, I was just wearing them, just whatever. I got home and I, and I was having a meat pie. Because I'm Australian and we eat fucking meat pies. Okay. And I... Do <laughs> you, you know when you have, like, tomato sauce? Or ketchup, sorry for everyone. Uh, tomato sauce, right? Like a bottle. And if it dry, like, the top of it dries. Okay, yeah. So, like, my tomato sauce bottle or ketchup bottle isn't like a, like a lid you twist open and then you pour it down. Like, it's a... You, you open up the valve like a water bottle and you squeeze it out, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's one of those. But it dries at the top, so it's like you, you have to squeeze it and break that, like, shield of dried oh, yeah. tomato sauce at the top. Yeah. So I face it away from me because I don't want it to, like, get on me or whatever. Well, I face it reasonably away from me whilst facing it at the meat pie. Somehow, the only direction it comes out of is a spray all over my white jeans. Oh, Straight shit. shot all over my fucking jeans. And I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. Can you just throw me a bone here, world? Just this week. Just throw me oh, one geez. bone. And then the next morning, that was at night, the next morning I wake up uh, and I just uh, get a coffee ready. I get you know, I get dressed, have a shower, whatnot. And I'm listening to some music. And I'm like, one of my favorite bands, Amity Affliction, just released a new album. I'm like, yes, my week's going to get better. Listening to the new album. As I make my coffee, I'm like, this will be a good start to my morning before I go to work. I... But my headphones get caught on my kitchen, like, hand on one of the handles of the drawers. So it kind of pulls me back as I'm walking away. Mm-hmm. And I spill my coffee all over my shirt. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus that mor- Christ. That was the morning after the fucking tomato sauce. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm like, for fuck's sake, you piece of shit. Oh, God. Oh fuck's sake! And I was, and that was before. I think that's when you were doing the No Man's Sky stream, and I came and sat down. And I was like, I don't want. <laughs> that was also part of the shit week. I was, I was like, No Man's Sky's come out. I, even though I played fuck all of it, and I was like, but Friday would be cool. Like I literally finished an assignment early, 
it was due Friday, so that way I'll get up before work on Friday. We'll stream it, banter with James and George and Luke. It'll be fun. Mm. Next minute, you got we find out, you know, it comes out later for you guys, even than we thought, and yeah. I'm gonna miss the stream entirely. I was so bummed out, and it looked like a fun as fuck stream. There's like ten people there, and I'm like, huh. <laughs> then, then, then today, I wake up on time, but on Sundays, public transport runs really like way less frequent. It's like during the week, mm. you know, people are going to work, they've got places to be. Whereas now, like my tram, the would run every five to ten minutes runs once every half an hour okay so i get up this morning all looking good i'm gonna be on time i get ready and i leave for it i somehow because there's less traffic on sunday mornings especially early trams just bolting through so like even though it's this time it's supposed to arrive it's going faster because it's not stopping as much it's just kind of going because trams only stop when people who are on it want to be want to stop at the next stop or there's people there. If there's no one there and no one's called for a stop, they just keep going. Okay. I miss... I literally look at it. I'm across the street waiting for the lights and I see it drive past. I miss my tram this morning to work. And I gotta call a fucking cab to get to work and pay that sort of money. And I'm like, this is the yes. end of the week and the world's just like, fuck you, Tyler, one last time. Fucking oh, hell. Oh, God. It's just been that sort of shit this week. Like, there's other things. It's just been that sort of shit this week. Everything that sounds horrible. Hasn't been much positive. It's just been busyness and craziness and stress on top of, in my free time, getting fucked up the ass by the universe. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That sounds fucking horrible. Yeah. I'm so, uh, Yeah. Jesus. But I, but there, I felt like luck started to turn. And it's just another little thing. It's just like I, I'm leaving work today and I'm like, okay, the week is officially over. Now it's the fun stuff. Uh, I mean, I do have class tomorrow. I'm not fucking going to class because we have some guest lecture. could be cool, but I'm not going to go. I'm going to spend tomorrow. I need to, I need, I've not been home for more than like three hours and being awake like all week. I need to clean this fucking apartment and I need to make some videos and shit and edit the podcast, all that sort of stuff. So I'm just going to spend tomorrow here and just doing things I need to do that I never get time to do. Mm-hmm. And... I thought, yeah, week's gonna start. this week's going to be better. Just going in positive. I went to the supermarket on the way home, bought beer, and I forgot the cream because I was making pasta. I was making like a chicken carbonara, mm-hmm. and I forgot to buy cream for the sauce, and I got home, and I already had cream in the fridge. And I'm like, oh, win! Yeah. The luck has turned! The week has come around! <laughs> Here we go! Let's do it. Let's start a new week, and we're going to be... Happy, so it's gonna be way better. Hopefully, that's good. That's good. So, th- th- this is already to me. I think the boost up. This is the beginning of the new week for me. Yeah, it's going well. That happened. We got Kill Corner Club, and then tomorrow is just Monday. Oh, episode seven. Can you believe it? Four episodes to go in free run for justice season. I've missed, Zorich. I've missed the last two. I haven't seen five. Dude, I haven't seen six. Dude, five and six are fucking mint, man. I need to. I need to watch them. I, What's see, I said five? This, like what? Those are good episodes, man. I forget when was it. it was last week. Hmm. Was I talking to you last week? Wait, was oh, it? Um, was it? Definitely talking last week at some nah, point. No, nah, Was it? Was it that stream we did? Or was that more recent? We well, yeah. We we sat down and did, um, the when I was we were talking Uncharted. Yeah. And you were just playing random games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was your random game stream. It's come up. Random ass fucking games and banter. Yeah. 
I remember and it was that's like, when I said I was going to watch Free Run for Justice, then I didn't. That's alright. I'll do that's it eventually. Right. So that was kind of, was that a Tyler's Tales that I just told? Uh, I guess yeah. it kind of was, in a kind way. Was, it's yeah. just kind of a thing. It was an interesting one. Because it was like, it, it happened, and then I was like, oh, it was a Tyler's Tales, and I quite enjoyed it. So there we go. Because when you say, yeah. I've got a Tyler's Tales... There's build up, there's, there's yeah, pressure. build up. So when you say it, I'm kind of like, well, oh, that wasn't a great Tyler's Tales. When the, then when you tell a story, it's like I enjoyed the story, and then you're like, oh, it's Tyler's Tales. I'm like, oh, well, that was, that's good. Yeah, less no build up, and that's what I like to do. I think I'm gonna be doing unless it's amazing, unless I know it's gonna be the caliber of the Bishop Stalker story. Ooh, let's yeah. not build it up. Oh though. yeah, well you just need to go speak- back to Italy. Yeah, for, yeah, definitely. I've been well. I've messaged Corey right, and uh, and I just said to him. I need you to send me the diary of Italy because he we wrote down on the plane ride back like I think I've talked about this before like everything we did so he wouldn't forget and he has it and he finally found it in his like glove box. Okay. Uh, more Italian complaints than Italian tales. Well, for sure, fuck off and spell tales right, but whatever. Uh, thanks, all. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Corey sent me a photo of one page. And I'm like, well, for sure, send me the rest of it. Hasn't replied since then. That was five days ago, but. Uh, the, the page he sent me was hilarious, right? Cause he just, he's like, I found it one page and it's like one of the last days and it's from the Bishop story. Mm-hmm. So it's like day, whatever it is. And it just is like, uh, cause we wrote down like our food. So I think, oh no. So this is like day 13 or something. Like we were going from Pisa to Rome. Uh, Corey went to Burger King. Uh, uh, learn of architecture smart like we just learned funny shit about this architect that Corey was obsessed with because he used to fuck with people then people that complained like he the guy who bought uh, built the trevi fountain right mm-hmm. he uh he he was a big smart ass and sarcastic gun which Corey loved because that's Corey. uh and these people that were complaining about him building it next to their business what he did was he built a little wall like next to their side of their Trevi fountain. So that way, when people would come to see the fountain, they would go and and go and eat food at the other places, not the place with the wall blocking some of the way. So he did that just to fuck with people that complained. Like, that's, that's the type true. of guy he was. And he even had built a statue that pointed and laughed at one place he didn't like. <laughs> so, like, he'd do that sort of shit. But one of them was, like, he just writes down the bottom, he goes... Uh, find out I'm self-absorbed. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, because Bishop, yeah. Perfect. But before it's like, tell Bishop nicely to leave us alone. <laughs> find oh. out I'm self-absorbed. I'm like, well, Corey, you definitely just, yeah. That's an inside story at this point now, but for sure, go watch. I believe it is episode 13, first one of 2016. You can watch that Tiles Tales right at the end of the episode. It's That's awesome. amazing. Classic Tyler's Tales, that. It's a good one. Yeah, that was a classic one. Uh, I do need to go back to Italy, but hopefully when I get that notebook back, I might remember some cool little cool little things from it. Mm. Tyler, just wait. Wait 20 seconds. Wait. What? What? Who said that? What, what? Billy. He just goes, I related to that Tyler's Tales. I feel for you, bro. People were, like, going with me uh, that saying their week was shit. Oh. And then Billy's like, my week was so awesome. And I'm pretty sure it's, I don't know, I see, he was, had photos with like Brisbane Broncos players, like the rugby team. I'm like, well, fuck you, Billy. Had a good time. Had a good week. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but why is Billy telling me to wait? Why, what's going on, everybody? I don't know, I'm confused. So Elva's here. Hi, Elva. And Jamie's here. Jamie's arrived. Woo! Jamie. 
And uh, I'm hungry. That's all Trump wants to do. I don't know. I'll build a wall. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Classic. Shot. I forgot. Uh, shot. I forgot on my dad's account again. It's Marie. Dacus is your dad's account. <laughs> uh, Mariana's here. Okay. Oh my god. Hey, Elva, my queen. Purple love heart. Classic. <laughs> I like purple. I like purple. Uh, I like purple. Uh, but Billy's not here anymore, so I don't know what the fuck he wants. Uh, I I'd stop for no, be, I'd stop. Uh, I'll be back or something. Nah, definitely too late anyway. So, I was I was going to say something else, right? I had a shit week. The week's turned better. Um, what were we talking about then? Italy or something or other? Or when I get better Tiles Tales, for sure get better yeah, Tiles Tales. The, yeah. For sure just get better at everything and whatever. Just wanted to get my ice cream, then start. You started a tale. Okay, well. We literally have been waiting for you the whole time, Billy, trying to figure out what you wanted. You son of a bitch, you selfish fuck. <laughs> Listening. Trying to just pause and get on with it. But, Free Road for Justice, we were in the middle of that, right? That's what we were talking about that. Free, I, yeah, I suppose so. We kind of were in the middle of that, and then we kind of moved on. Yeah. Uh, episode seven's tomorrow, which is pretty awesome. fucking, a pretty fucking awesome episode. They're all awesome, but this is a pretty fucking awesome one. The last mm -hmm. two that you've missed, five and six, great. Uh, what, what are they called? All Men Must Die, and then The Church of Blackfire. So, all got some riddle shit, plus, I believe, uh, a, a faceless man, uh, Valamagulis, and, uh, there's also Deacon Blackfire's in episode six as well. So that's a cool part. Uh, episodes, I'm trying to figure out, episode 7, episode 8, there's one of them has a really fucking amazing, one of my favourite moments whole series, I'm just trying to remember. I think it's, might be 7. I reckon 7 might be the one. Okay. One of my favourite, it's one of those moments that I forgot I did, and then, because I recorded them so, like, 7 months ago, 8 months ago at this point, and then I was editing it, like, 3 months later, and I forgot I said it, and I fucking howled laughing. I was like, that was fucking hilarious. That's great. Uh, it's like I wrote it or something. But, man, we're getting close to the end day. Eh? Like, first week of September, I believe, first Monday of September is episode 10, and that is just, Jeez. that's going to be, oh, my God. I'm hyped. So am I. I can't wait. Is That, that episode, it's just, it's a, it's a masterpiece. I finally got the final cut. I keep doing re-edits. Every time I watch it, I re-edit it and have to re-export it and shit. But I think I've got the final product now. I'm happy with it. Is it perfect, everything I wanted? No, but it's pretty darn close to what I envisioned from the beginning. Pretty darn close. That's good. And it just means that the future seasons are going to be better. I have another idea for another season, and I, and I, even though this is public and I really shouldn't run it by you uh, mm. before season three, or actually to be season three, rather than wait for the next Assassin's Creed game. Ooh. Okay. Like, do... And this was inspired, right, by... Uh, by... Red vs. Blue season, I believe they're at 14, 13, I don't fucking know. Uh, you know the show Red vs. Blue? It's like the Halo yeah. Machinima. They're mm. doing, this season they're doing something different where every episode's a different story. Every episode okay. is like uh, origin stories to characters that are in the season at the moment, the ongoing story. Okay. So every episode's different, new bunch of characters, like it's just a different thing. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to do like a free run for justice in, you know a whole season in, like, Brotherhood. I'm not going to do a whole season in two... Like, what if 
I do a whole season where one episode is in each game I haven't played uh, Free Run for Justice series. That could be cool. And it's like him travel, like it's him skipping, especially since I think the whatever the next season after, like season was supposed to be season three, but maybe season four might be the last season ever. Perhaps it might not be, but I have an idea that it might be the final one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this would be an intermediate one where since he is still at the end of season two, because it's not a spoiler alert, because season origin is obviously the origin story. Yeah. End of season two, he's still traveling through time. At the end of season two, we find ourselves, we leave London, we don't know where he's going. Season three could just be a quicker story that he's gone through a lot of time spaces and then leads us to the final epic season that is whatever the next Assassin's Creed game is. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. It it could be. It's good because I I saw also a video Ethan did in Brotherhood and he goes, how's there not been a... First line of the video was like, I can't believe there hasn't been a Free Run for Justice series here yet. I'm like... (laughs) I couldn't do a whole one, but what if I did one episode? Like, and then I'm like, why don't I just make a season where every episode is a different Assassin's Creed? I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. Like he jumps through different times and ends up in, you know, like all the different Assassin's Creed games and then eventually ends up in the next one for the next season. That could work. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd, that could be cool. That'd just be fun. It wouldn't be much of a story-based season. Like this season origin had been a story, like a real story-based season. Like, th- th- there's a beginning where I'm, I'm like, here, Batman Arkham Knight has given me this, and I'm going to somehow make it into what season one was, somehow. And I think I pulled it off. So yeah. th- this would be more of just a fun banter season with some story, but not as much. So I think that'd be cool. I think there's, 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 there's a potential there. I don't know. I'm sure I'll be able to brainstorm something and come up with an idea. I'd want 10 solid episodes before I'd commit to it, mm. um, doing anything like that. So... It's something to think about, but who knows? Yeah, it's a cool idea. Uh, I'm back. I hope I didn't miss anything. Well, you missed some justice talk, but whatever. Oh, what else is going on in the chats? The um, moment. Well, not much. Uh, that'd be a cool bunch of mini stories. I I just pictured the trailer of it. Connor just walking and Tyler. And James are just like, for sure, mate, fuck off. And Tyler's like, go, go, Connor, go, son. <laughs> what are they talking about? Tyler and James is a Lego video game of Kill Connor Club. What does that mean? I keep seeing these Lego ones. So, so like, so like Lego Star Wars, but it'd be Lego Kill Connor Club. And me and you are the main characters. and We're trying to kill Connor? Yeah. That's like a great game. We, we hop through different Assassin's Creed games. Or different, different like our favorite games. We hop through different ones, chasing Connor. And we have different stuff and puzzles and bosses to fight in each one of like the game. So like we hop into like Kingdom Hearts and we have to fight like a Kingdom Hearts boss. And we're trying to find Connor. At the end, we finally get to kill Connor. That'd I'm I'm back in that game. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Kill Connor Club amazing. Lego game. That would actually be fantastic. It'd be like a better Lego Dimensions. <laughs> Just a better version of an already existing game. <laughs> Go, Connor, go, son. Uh, but wouldn't he need to go through another portal to get to season four from season three? Yeah, sure. Well, I'm sh- there's, por- there's ways to do that, I think, in all Assassin's He'd need to go through a portal every episode, technically. But Exactly. I'd need... I'd, there's way too much for to me to commit to that idea that I need to figure out. Yeah, you have to plan some stuff out. Ten episodes? You know, I'd have to plan to make sure yeah, they're cool, there's, fun, there's all of them are fun. Like, what is it, like seven Assassin's Creed games you haven't done? Yeah, that's true. What have, have we got? Assassin, but you can't. How am I supposed to do Assassin's Creed One? 
Is there free roam in that? It's all just the story? I suppose there is. You could always, but what you could do is because the story's like not your... Like you, you used kind of like the side quest stories of Arkham Knight, so you could always use like a story part. But they are, but technically they're free roam in in Batman. Ah, yeah, they're free roam, aren't they? Well, yeah. I mean, I do, I do, I do toy with that in in let's face in Origin. I do kind of fuck with that anyway. I definitely use main campaign bits for things. Yeah. Like cut the cutscene with you, and the start of episode one is, um, is from the main campaign, so. Maybe. Assassin's Creed 2, there's not that much free room either when you think about it. Yeah, there's just like con assassination contracts. I for sure don't yawn. Yeah, <laughs> Am um, I boring you? Bro Brotherhood, <laughs> Brotherhood onwards would work. Oh, wait, three though, what would you do for three? What? What's that? What? <laughs> <laughs> But so we have let's let's say we can use them all that I haven't used. So we've got one, two, Brotherhood, Revelations, three, four, Rogue. That's seven. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was just checking. <laughs> well, I well I know there's nine, and I just took off Unity and Syndicate. Okay. Uh, well, fair point. Uh, what could? So that's only seven episodes. How how do I do ten? Yeah, well, um, Adam, I'll think about this another time. We don't need to do. We don't need to spend podcast yeah. valuable podcast time talking about this. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, but there is the two year anniversary coming up at the Kill Connor Club uh, in yeah, two weeks' time. Indeed, Al Alex said James and Tyler will you bring back Joe for the two year anniversary of KCC? Mm, probably not. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I haven't, we haven't. We haven't even uh, talked about it because yeah, the problem seen... is. Wait, what? I was just going to say the problem with that is because I think about what content. You know, I, I write these lists and stuff. I'm thinking about the content to put into the, that episode. I don't see how Joe fits into that because he hasn't been here for so long. What would we even talk about? Mm. We couldn't do a lot of things I want to do in that podcast. Mm. I mean, we could always... If it was like... Uh, if we do a pre-recorded one to make it special, we could have a bunch of cool segments and we could, I guess we could have a segment where we get Joe on. Like a 15-minute section where we just catch up with joe just talk to him for a bit just because it's like an anniversary depends because if, if we make it a special episode and release it as like a pre-recorded ones that are live it could know. be that we could do we want to do a pre-recorded episode where we could have multiple guests in just segments like people that have been on the podcast before i don't know we could do because it could be really interesting we could get like people to leave their questions and stuff yes and we could yes. just talk about stuff and have topics left by you know listeners of the podcast and stuff and it could, yeah, it could end up being cool. Like, if people have ideas for what, what they would like to see for a two-year anniversary of KCC, because you want to do something really cool, just tweet at us. It's a real arbitrary episode number, though. 29, two-year anniversary Yeah, episode. it's kind of shit. If, we'd, if it had been 30, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. Yeah, although oh, I... it's kind of cool that the 29th is the anniversary and it's episode 29. That's true, even though, and we're recording it or we're releasing it on the 28th, though. <laughs> it's like... Ah, oh, fucking shit! Yeah, so that's a little frustrating. Yeah, but you know, it's whatever. It is whatever. It definitely is whatever. Uh, what else? Yeah, so two years. That there's some potential there. There's some cool stuff. I was thinking, you know, I want to get someone that's been on before. Yeah, Joe was a thought. Asim or something, or like George and Ethan. Like, just could get George and Ethan on, like for some quality banter. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, or I don't know. 
We haven't had Elva hasn't been on like an episode herself yet either as well. She hasn't. It's true. There's, there's a lot of like event like but there's so many podcasts we're gonna do so it's okay we get so much time. Yeah. Like think next year, man. I mean people don't realize what we're planning next year, but next year's gonna be fucking it's awesome. It's gonna, gonna be so fucking cool. It's gonna be great. I'm hyped like, for next year. It's gonna be a good I, year, especially with Empire as well. If it is Empire, I, please be Empire. Please be yeah, Empire. Talking. Speaking of Empire, like, talking about, like, this year, we have no business... Like, how has this community stayed together? I don't know. It's grown, if anything. It's, <laughs> like, what has there's happened? There's no just, game. There's it's nothing. It's so fucked. It's so fucked, because I was talking to George about this the other day, is that somehow we've managed to grow a community off of a game that doesn't exist. Like, there's channels that have popped up, like The Creed. The game doesn't exist. It's not a thing. We've got one rumour. And it does we've built a community. People have built channels. He's gained almost 4,000 subscribers off of a game that doesn't exist. <laughs> like, what the yeah, fuck yeah, is it's that? It's funny when you say it like that. It's, <laughs> so <laughs> it's so fucked. Like, I've gained more subs this year than I did last year. And Syndicate was an actual game. Because I went from, I think it was 9,000 to 12,000. So I gained 3,000 subs last year. Yeah, this year, I've gone from 12,000 to almost 16,000, so I've already gained more than I did last year. And it's, and it's August, yeah. That's it's, fucking uh, hilarious. <laughs> the game doesn't exist. What are we doing? I just don't even know. I, I've it's done insane. more Empire videos than I ever did Syndicate videos. It's absolutely insane that we have hyped up a game that doesn't exist more than Ubisoft could ever have hoped to hype up Syndicate. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if, they, if they're not making this game, like, I'm, like... Okay, so do you think, with the amount of hype that is going around with this game, surely Ubisoft have noticed, do you not think they would have put a stop to it if it wasn't real? No, they, don't, they, they wouldn't care because people are talking about it. It's just to say they would but, not but, stop it. If it's, it. Not, if it's not real, would it not hurt sales on their next game? If everyone's no. hyping up this game and then the next Who's game everyone? something different? Where the, where are my, we're the hardcore fans, yes, but we're also the minority. There's and a they lot of people, can, though. And they, they still think it. they can, whatever they do, they can convince us that it's good. Mm, Look, it is Empire. Maybe. We know it's Empire. It's gonna be Empire. Well, it's gotta be. Well, like, it's not a rumour. It's, it's, it's not confirmed officially by Ubisoft. They've only confirmed 50% of the leak, which, again, I don't go from this fucking 4chan leak. I've said this a million times. It might be 100% right, but I just I don't know who this guy is. He's just a poster who had terrible grammar mm. where you had a Kotaku guy who not only have confirmed the last three games of Assassin's Creed, didn't mention that it was an origin story of the Assassins, so I don't, that's, that to me is a rumour. He confirmed yeah. that there's no game this year. He confirmed that it's in Egypt, so I believe that 100%. In that leak, he even confirmed Watchdog setting. It came out as a leak January 6th, and no one reported the fact that he said at the end, Watch Dogs 2's coming out this year at the end, that's probably replacing Assassin's Creed release, and it'll be set in San Francisco. The dude confirmed it, and no that's one said true. anything. We were that's focusing true. on Egypt, that we totally spaced on that. The fact that this dude in the Empire leaked accurately confirmed, one, he confirmed that they wouldn't release the game this year. Correct. Two, he confirmed that Watch Dogs 2 would come out this year, be set in San Francisco. Check. The only other thing that hasn't been checked is that it's set in Egypt. It's already checked, motherfuckers. Empire's real. Empire it's, it's confirmed. It's for sure. It's 100%. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's just got to be. And I, I just... The, the thing is, I see two possibilities, right? Is that it's Empire and we just... Everyone's happy and we get to make loads of content. Two, it's not Empire and I make one video laughing and then I delete my channel and go and kill myself. Because I won't be able to continue after that. Um, 
Now, legit, though, if it's not Empire, like, if it's not set in Egypt, um, I don't know where else would be set that would stop me from just not making any more Assassin's Creed content, but, I mean, if it's another 18th century Europe setting, I will not make another Assassin's Creed video. I'll pretend like the series doesn't exist, and I'll do something else, because I can't do that. I can't do that. It was hard enough with Syndicate making content on that 2015 was a that horrible was year for making that content. Was that was I didn't tough. want to. It was horrible. I hated having to make a syndicate video because I didn't care about the game at all. Yeah, it was horrible. Was was but, um, yeah, I mean, what settings would... If it wasn't Ancient Egypt, what settings would keep you kind of interested and be like, oh, okay, maybe this a, game would be good? Not 18th, 19th century games mm. at all. Got, yeah. And not certainly not 20th century games? Holy oh, fuck! Oh, God. Um... So, yeah, that just needs to be not that. And yeah. if, at least I'll give it a chance. Like, what if it's Feudal Japan after all that? I'll be like, look, it's not exactly my f number one pick, but it's going to be a good time and something different. Yeah, I agree. You know? I agree. I think Feudal Japan will be all right. I'd still stay interested. I think that'd be cool. Just something di What we? I think what we really want is something different. I mean, we're all set on Egypt at this point, and we're like, okay, this is going to be awesome. It's Egypt. But if it's not Egypt and it's somewhere like Feudal Japan or like, I don't know, like 14th century china or something or like maybe if it is set in ancient rome or ancient greece and not egypt for the first game even like there's there's a lot of cool settings that would still be really cool but i, I mean, said on the first kill know. connor club my number one setting would be ancient greece to go to so i'm just saying that i'm not mad at that idea either ancient ancient egypt oh, it's an ancient empire ancient egypt and ancient greece is like my and even ancient rome is probably third down there would are like literally the three best settings i think they could do games in and I'm like, hey, how about just do a trilogy and do all three of those things? Mm -hmm. You will literally be the greatest thing of all time. You could have an average character with an average story, and they'd be pretty fucking amazing games. Yeah. That's true. That's all I'm saying. And speaking of last year, last year was tough. Last year was so tough. I've made, again, more Empire videos this year for a fake game than I did do news updates for Syndicate because I struggled. I didn't do... I mean, I grew reasonably, but, like, average... Mm -hmm. uh, because I just didn't care. But the people didn't care. There wasn't a community. The people didn't care about it mm. as much. We didn't care about it as much. The videos were tough to make. It was the, tough. The, the thing that kept it going was really the podcast was the only reason that like, really kept me going mm. for the, you know doing stuff uh, and that sort of thing. And also we got, yeah, I mean, it's really just a podcast. Let's, I'm going to be really, it was really just a podcast that kept me going with it talking to cool people, the Victoria Atkin interview is amazing, then, you know, that sort of thing. That's kind of what did it. Yeah, I agree. And it was, it was a good yeah. game. Like, were you playing it? I had a great time playing Syndicate the first time. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was an alright game. It was pretty the, good. Like, it, the, like compared, the build up to it, about was, it though, the build up was, the build up was kind of fun. It was horrendous. The, the build up was, was no, nah, the build up was bad. I don't remember enjoying that. I remember See, it's, literally it's, not being excited. It's strange. At some points it was fun, at some points it wasn't. Like, I remember when it first got announced and we were all talking about it. That was quite fun. We were like, oh, new Assassin's Creed game, we talk about it. Then it died down quite a lot. Talking to Victoria Atkin, that was good. That was fun. That that kind of made me kind of, you know, like, maybe not too hyper setting. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to save it, but... It was horrible! Oh, God. Yeah, no, I wasn't excited for Syndicate much at all. It was horrible. I hated make, having to make a new video. I barely uploaded last year. It was... Like, I say barely uploaded, I still uploaded quite a bit, but you compared to this year, like, yeah. oh, God. This year, I mean, I, I picked up over, I was going to say summer break, but it was my summer, so winter for Northern Hemisphere. Um, 
so from November to like February, I was uploading four to five videos a week for months. That was like a quality time after Cindy came out for my channel. And I've actually done okay. I mean, this year, I mean, it's not all fucking huge Empire videos, like top quality, like James is popping out uh, Quick Lore, Empire Wishlist, which I fucking love that series, by the way. Uh, and, you know, all that sort of stuff. You know, it's Free Run for Justice, which I worked my ass off on. Every week I'm trying to do a cool topical video for Empire. I think they've been all right. You know, my, I did yeah, The good. Truth last week and The Brotherhood System. I thought was a great one this week. Mm. And then an AC2 walkthrough. They're not, it's not every video is a masterpiece. No, I, but it's all quality and it's banter and it's fun. And I'm at least trying to do it four videos a week. And that's all of my spare time. I don't think people realize I have no life because of all of you. And I, and I don't regret <laughs> it. I love doing it. I really do. <laughs> But yeah. that's just that's just the reality. And then the podcast. But I I would, the podcast is like my favorite thing of life. It keeps me it keeps <laughs> me going. It keeps yeah. me going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've realized that um, recently, like in the past couple of weeks, I have like tried so hard to do loads more stuff. Like I upload every day of the week. I upload every or day. Stream. Then and and and, and stream because I upload True, Mondays is a topic that I discuss like just a 10 minute video where I sit there discussing a topic. Yeah. Uh, not not too much editing just talking with some gameplay in the background just casual, you know, chat about a topic. Then Tuesdays is uh a Tuesdays is just a random video. I just do whatever on a Tuesday. Uh, then Wednesday's Emp AC Empire Wishlist, Thursday's Quick Law, and then Friday is normally. See, I didn't do it this week because I fucked up with Quick Law. Took me way too long. But Fridays is normally just I go on a, go on towards an Assassin's Creed game, and I just I, I play a mission or I do some free roam, and I just edit it and just make it just fun and just funny and all that stuff. Like I did it with Unity. Yeah, uh, like last that. week a, where I good time. where that I replayed that mission hilarious. that I just I just couldn't handle it the first time I played it, and I replayed <laughs> that, and it, that was that was so much fun. I enjoyed that. Um, that was awesome. I love that video. Yeah, that was a good one. Mm. And then I, uh, and then Saturdays is Horsey and Fox Kingdom Hearts stream all day. So every other Sunday is Kill Connor Club. So Sundays I get Sundays off. Every other week though. Yeah, um, every, that's true. So, but other than that, it's making videos constantly and then also streaming on top of that. It's a little bit crazy, but I love it at the same time. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, you you put in the work and it's paying off, man. That's so awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to just kind of stay afloat with all the shit you're doing. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm here. I'm here too. Um, <clears throat> but I'm, I'm kind of just the hype man anyway. I'm just the guy that is a bit of a silly goose on a podcast. Uh, I'm like, but people, I think people might be like, is Tyler like this just in general? I am way worse at my workplace. Uh like, I'm at work talking so much shit to people. Like, my management... Like, not in a bad way. Like, I'm just being a... Like I said, I'm just being a silly goose. Like, I just talk mad shit about myself. Like, people be like... run. Well, like, if someone's going around a corner... I did this yesterday, and I had my manager laughing so hard. Because we're, we're in the kitchen, right? Someone walks around a corner and bumps, like, a tray into me. And I just go, ah! Like, just a high-pitched squeal as I could. And I looked around, everyone's looking at me, and I did it on purpose, obviously. And I look around and just go, oh, shit, guys. Um, yeah, no, that was just a uh, uh, guy. He uh, was, uh, he came in, he's, he's gone now, he ran, he ran in the bushes. I, he saw my just full neck, and he I tensed a bit, and I was just like, my positive attitude, and just everything, my, your strong, my strong jaw, he saw the jawline that's just chiseled out of glass, and he just ran, you know, something like something. <laughs> I, I got him, guys. I got him. 
<laughs> and I, wow. My manager's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I, I literally <laughs> stood there explaining myself by bullshitting for five minutes. That, I'm, I'm, I'm like this in, in, in my day-to-day life. I just like being a bit of a silly goose. Classic Tyler. You know, mm. I just want to point out, um, I don't really understand what Alex just said. He said one trilogy and one character with two games. How can you have a trilogy with two games? What? Are you... what? Um, I don't get it. What was he trying to say? I, did, I, did I read that wrong? I don't know. Maybe he means it's trilogy of games. One character in that trilogy. No, it makes no sense. Um, no, tr- <laughs> I tried, trilogy. Alex. I tried to help you. Alex, trilogy means three, right? You, I I don't understand. What, what it, you... It, if you mean saga, just for a little bit. Um, one trilogy, one character, two games. Saw the thick neck as well. Billy said, "What does that mean? Saw the, you saw me? Like I don't, I don't believe that, but uh, saw the thick neck. What does that mean? Uh, what saw else? The thick neck. <laughs> saw the thick neck. Uh, for sure, chiseled oh, thick neck. I like Destiny. Can't wait for Rise of My Oh, just with the chat's just classic banter. But I tell you what, man. Like people have been commenting." Someone commented on one of my Assassin's Creed 2 walkthrough episodes today, just going, were you drunk when you recorded this? Because I've recorded, like, two episodes... I released two episodes a week, or I tried to. And I record them all. Like, I record that. I record it once, two episodes, and then I release it for that week. So I usually do it Mondays, then Tuesday, Fridays, I release an episode. This particular week was Silly Goose Week, I must say. This was probably my two favourite... Uh, especially the one entitled Musical Dick Jokes. I literally sing dick jokes for the entire Let's Play. For 25 minutes, I sing dick jokes. So if you just want quality banter, you need to get onto that shit because I had a good time recording that. <laughs> That's probably the most fun I've had recording that walkthrough. That's great. And then I just may have made some very extremely terrible pickup lines in the in the, in the the next one. May, may have talked about gangbanging. That may classic, have come up. Classic dynamite. Yeah, here's me just plugging my shit, just telling everyone how hilarious I am. I'm so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck oh, shit, God. Man. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Okay. But speaking um, of, let's go go to Assassin's Creed so we can talk about our videos, though. Because I'm talking about myself, which I love doing. Let's I go can do to Assassin's Creed so we can talk about our videos. <laughs> oh, because I just love talking about myself. I could spend three hours. One of my favorite things to talk about is myself. Um, but... In all seriousness, James, you've been putting out some fucking awesome videos. I love Empire no, Wishlist. I, I oh, wish I'd, I wish I'd come up with this series idea, like I did the truth, and you took it anyway. So I technically <laughs> could just, I technically could just Wait, take technically, it. Technically, technically, Joe made the anime okay, database. No, that is not the same. Joe doesn't Wait, actually, make you know what? content anymore. Joe no, doesn't no, make content okay. anymore. It doesn't count. Okay, well, let's be honest. Okay, so I wanna, I would for the people. Um, I want to. I want to just. I want to say a word. So, we have the truth and we have quick law. Okay, they're not the go. same. Yes, they are. They're exactly the same. They're really not yeah, okay. at all. Mine's yeah, sure. better <laughs> in true. every way. Correct. False. Okay, no, but in in all seriousness, the quick law is the facts. The truth is more. You give a backstory and then you 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 kind of go into theories and stuff. Whereas I kind of everything's yeah. just the facts. So that's. That's, I guess, a good explanation. That's, that's a good. That's yours the is difference. like your. I think your quick law is what I wanted the truth to be originally, and then the truth kind of yeah, every I, I, it I kind noticed. of became its own thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you talk about, like, things where you talk about, like, you did the Shroud and how you think it can fit into, like, Empire. And so I guess yours, the truth is more a way of you stringing Shroud was all. Shroud wasn't the truth. That was before. Oh, what am I talking about then? What was it? It wasn't the Shroud. Uh, was con- I'm just thinking the Consus one. That's what yeah, I'm sure. Of. Oh, the Consus one. Yeah, piece of being created yeah. Consus. So it's like, because um, the truth is kind of, what it seems like to me is your way of having all of your kind of theory and speculation string together in one. So if people watch one theory video, they're like, oh, this is part of a series and I'll watch every single one. That's it. Like people literally, I'm, I get tweets from people like, only just started watching your channel. I just sat down and watched all the truth series. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my main thing on my channel. That series is, like, the main thing I do that people want to look forward to. Because, like I said, like, the episodes are things like, who is Eve? And I t- explain who Eve is because people don't know. But then I talk about what I think, how that whole storyline's going to end. Mm. Then First Civilization Explained, I talk about the first Civ and then how Juno kind of thinks that she's going to do. Some of them are just theories. Like, Desmond is Subject 16 one. Why I think Empire is real is I explain, you know... The whole, like, all the leaks, everything that, why we should believe it, that I've talked about a million times of this Kotaku guy and why he's so accurate. And then I explain why story-wise it makes sense because Desmond's like, like, that's the what the s- series is. You are right. It's explaining a concept, then how it's going to relate to the future of the franchise. Mm. It's like looking to the future. I guess the topics for the truth, you can do, like, a you're like a video version of a wiki page. Yeah. You can explain to... Yeah, you can explain to everyone... Everything in the deepest, deep lore, I go, here's the basic concept, and I'm explaining this to you just so you can understand of how this could affect what happens yeah. in the future. That's that's how I differentiate the two. It's a good way to do it. Yeah, because mine is kind of just, I pick a topic like I did with the apple, and then I explain everything about the apple, like where it came from, what it does, like who's used it, and then all the different apples. Like there's six known apples that have numbers that you know connect to each other. And then yeah. there's also a load of other apples as well. I didn't realize there were so many fucking apples. That video took me so long, and I almost went fucking <laughs> insane. The amount of the amount of times I had to say apple and like <laughs> I'm never so saying much, apple again. So much shit happened, and like I don't even like the apple that George Washington had ended up falling to the hands of I think Franklin D. Roosevelt used it. I and thought like, I thought Connor oh, dropped God. it to the sea. No, nah, he did, but it was recovered. In oh, the for sea. fuck's sake! And Franklin Roosevelt used it. And, and in the he, sea? So he teamed up with, um, like, it ended up falling into his hands. I don't know whether he, he's probably not the one that recovered it, but obviously there's people out there looking for it, like Abstergo and the Assassins. Um, Abstergo have really good ways of finding pieces of Eden, but, you know. And so many were used to assassinate John F. Kennedy because he had an apple. I guess the presidents just have apples. It's kind of a thing. I don't know, in Assassin's Creed. Adolf Hitler had an apple. Um, that's a thing. A lot of- but, but but of course, of course he did, and that was like originally found by um, Tesla and like, lo- oh, there's so much, there's so much, so much. But it's all in my head now, and it's great because I retain all of the information that I put in those videos, so I know a lot of random shit, which is quite useful actually. It well, you, you, Assassin's Creed kind of is your hundred percent your job, so yeah, it is definitely useful. It's, good. it's definitely very very useful. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope that people can get that, because I, because with Assassin's Creed, I know everyone, the reason we're still in this community is because we all hope that it's going to pick up again, we want it to get better, because we all have this passion for Assassin's Creed. I, I, like, I used to, like, like, Assassin's Creed was, like, everything to me, I used to love everything about it, it was so, it was so good, and 
Like, I am disappointed that it, it's not as good as it used to be, but I guess I do still hope it's back. And the fact that I make so many videos on it and have so much input on it, I guess, and kind of, like, the way that we... Like, I guess running a channel on it keeps it alive for me, being able to always talk about Assassin's Creed, but I guess for people being dude, just players, it dude, feels think... more dead, maybe. Well, let, the, I think you hit the nail right on the head. You just said it keeps your life for you. I'm pretty sure you making Assassin's Creed videos keeps Assassin's Creed alive for everyone now because no <laughs> one else does videos. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Oh, God. I, the more I think about it, the more I freak out because I'm like, how is it us? The Kill Connor Club is kind of the what the community that's still alive and still around mm. right now constantly. People will come back when the next game's coming out. Yeah. People will build from a new channel. Other things will happen, but at the end of the day, we were the ones that were always around mm. the whole I've time. I've been here for ages. Like I've been here since Revelations, like talking about Assassin's Creed. I remember when... I, actually, well, technically I've been here since Brotherhood, but that was a different channel. Um, I used to speculate about Brotherhood with Skate 3 gameplay in the background, um, but we're not going to talk about that channel because that's gone <laughs> and I can't, I can't find that content anywhere. And I just like the theories that I came up with about like... Oh, no, no, we're not going to talk about it, but, um, <laughs> I, but, but this channel has been here since Revelations, and I remember making videos about, you know, oh, Altair's voice actor's different, like, coming up, like, talking about, like, theories, like, why is, why did they do that, like, the way the animus works and stuff, like, I remember, like, it's weird to think that I haven't really been doing this kind of content since Unity, however, I have been doing Assassin's Creed speculation and news since Revelations, which is so strange, because I didn't even really think I did until I looked back on my videos and realized I've been covering Assassin's Creed since back then and it's kind of weird and I've been in the community for that long and I just I still love Assassin's Creed and I just want it to get better and I, I just want the series to be back where it was where everyone just loves it and it's not terrible <laughs> yeah so do I we were never here for that like in terms of the height of it with all as big mm. as we are yeah it's... I mean, you're bigger than Esco now, and Esco was like, uh, you know, the biggest maybe that's of the. That's why he hates me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's definitely not why. Oh, banter. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he definitely hates you, though. I love Esco. I hate you, too. Um... I... Wait, what? <laughs> what? I say, I love Esco. You're like, I hate you, too. <laughs> no, what? I, I, I didn't say that. What are you talking um, about? Yeah, no, I don't know. I must have been hearing things. I, I, um, with Esco, I. I used to, oh, I used to freak out whenever he watched any of my videos. Like, I'd send him a link and be like, hey, just upload a Assassin's Creed video. I'd love if you could check it out. And then he'd check it out. And I didn't think he would because he had, like, 3,000 subs, and that was crazy to me at the time. But it was insane having Esco Blades watch my videos. I remember I remember one time when he commented, like, oh, great video or whatever. And I freaked out, and I got George, and I was like, George, look who just commented on my video. And it was mental. And I used to love Esco. And now he doesn't like me, and I don't know why I did wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You are an arsehole, to be fair, so. I am, I mean... but still... Like, come on, guys. <laughs> uh, classic Esco heading James. Anyway. Oh well, everyone else likes me, so I'm, I'm okay. Everyone else does. Everyone else does like you, except me. Everyone else does yeah, like except, you. Except, yeah, except, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Quick lore. We've talked about that. Now, Empire Wishlist. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Empire Wishlist. That's a great video idea because it? it involves everybody. Mm. And it's just kind of endless. Like, unless people are just like, I've got nothing to comment. You've, you've, we've talked about everything. Yeah. Why don't you explain to people what Empire Wishlist is? Well, everyone fucking knows. But, um, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck 
<laughs> it's essentially. Why do people hate me? Well, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. Well, it's essentially a series where I, I get because normally I discuss Assassin's Creed on my own with my own topics, but I thought, well, wouldn't it be cool to involve the community? Because when I back then I had so many ideas, like back in the day when Esco and Luma were doing stuff. I had so many ideas, but it's difficult to get your opinion heard when, you know, you're you're just a, you're just one guy in amongst like this huge crowd of people, and there's all these huge YouTubers and everything. And I thought, well, it's cool if I get everyone else's cool opinions because there are there must be people out there who have really awesome ideas and stuff, and it's cool to get their ideas. So, you know, people comment on the episode of Empire Wishlist, and in the next video, I pick a couple of comments. From, like, I read through all of them, make sure, like, I normally get, like, a top 15 comments that are good, and then I'll narrow them down and narrow them down and narrow them down, make sure I've got the best ones. Um, and then I just you talk about people's ideas, like, bring them to light so people can talk about it in the comments and everything. I talk about it, talk about how it could work and all that good stuff. And it's just awesome. I love talking about other people's ideas and stuff, because some people have ideas that I've never thought of before. And it's so cool to see what other people want, because I just think about... Like a few things, and then people were like, "Oh, I like the guy." Someone said, "Like I want cheats in the game," and I completely forgot that the games had like cheats with like animus. Did you ever things. use those? Did you ever I... once use cheats? No. Well, I fucked with them a little bit to be like, "Oh, look, this game has cheats," and then I was like, "Yeah, well, I don't want to use them anymore." But it's cool to talk about what they could do with them, and it's like if they put it in the game, like it's just there. It's another thing, and it'll make that guy happy. So you know. I mean, it's cool. It's a cool thing to talk about. And, like, someone was like, oh, how cool would it be if they had, like, a whole underwater exploring set because you can dive underwater. And I talked about, you know, that'd be cool to have that. And, like, you go underwater and you end up finding, like, a cave and it takes you into a tomb. And then you've got a tomb section after going diving. And you've accidentally found oh, that and you, you get a reward you, you, at the end. You're literally just tugging on my dick right now talking about tombs. <laughs> like, that's literally what you're doing. You know what um, I like. I'm like, you, you've got me skeptical. I'm like, I don't yeah. know about this underwater bit. And then you go, but a tomb. And I'm like, well, 100% for sure doing that. Yeah. Uh, tombs. Yeah. And you find all the secret shit, and it's like, it leads to a new section of gameplay by having that there, and it makes it feel way more systemic, and it also managed to, in the video, lead me onto a segue where I could shout out your channel, so that's You thing. did, you did do that sneaky shout out, yeah. uh, and what was it about? Uh, the classic tombs that I'm rock hard exactly. on, so, that's kind of my new thing, is tombs, that's yeah. my thing I'm love just so focused on. And it's, and it's kind of why I loved Uncharted, too, because I'm like, this is pretty much just that. Like, it's just mm -hmm. a game that is those things that I love about Assassin's Creed tombs and stuff like that. That's true. Just in a game. So I am obsessed with that type of mission. I love fucking playing AC2 again. I'm like, oh, the tombs are so good. Okay. Tombs only got better. Like, there's, that's one thing that 2 didn't have. They, I love that they brought in the tombs. It's so amazing. But they, they only got better from 2. Mm. Revelations kind of mastered the tombs. The tombs were beautiful in Revelations. Like they were the, oh, the best they were ones. Great. I love that one where... <laughs> Under Galata Tower? The, no, the, well, I do love that one. I love all of them. But the one yeah. where you get all of the, uh, the... All the pages, like the memoir pages, to get that special armor, and then you have to do the tomb underneath the Hagia Sophia, I think. And it's like this... Oh yeah, of course. Huge yeah, room, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. have like the zip lines and the you like you're kind of jumping across these these wooden beams at the top of the room and everything, and it's just it's so awesome. They're so awesome. Like the scale of them is so cool. Like when you get to the top of the inside of like a a huge cathedral and you like look down, you can see this huge room and it's like whoa, that's fucking oh, so cool. That is an awesome. That's actually I, I, that's so underrated. It's just because like that was an optional one where you did tombs in the main mm. story in Revelations. Yeah. So, I don't know, that was actually right up there, I must admit. 
I think my favorite was the Galata one where you're falling through and you catch it. I don't know, yeah. Is that like, the one with the caves? Yeah. The one with the wait, yeah, the one with the water in it. Is it that one? No, that's not that, that's the one, the one the out ravine? of the lighthouse. Oh, the big ravine that no, that's under Galata. Yeah, 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 that's that that one when Ezio like manages to grab hold of something, the camera turns around, you just see this huge ravine, and it's like fuck, that's insane. And you have to climb across like this bridge that's like falling apart and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, fuck. Ah, I want them back. Yeah, that'd be great. Just make them like Uncharted. It'd be so good. It'd be so good. Uh, I'm just talking so much smack in the chat. I know, I've, I've been reading it. <laughs> I, I, I love how I said something in the chat to Jamie, and I I literally, you were mid-sentence, and I noticed the fact that you'd read it, and you'd kind of gone like, nah, and they kept going, <laughs> like you're trying not to laugh. Yeah, oh, that's great. <laughs> Everyone's talking about dicks and going in balls deep, and I'm just... Well, that is the channel, isn't it? That, that is kind of the chat. That is what this podcast is about. Also, I just want to add in, please, everybody, if you haven't already, like the stream. Oh, just so we can yeah. get up the likes, because yeah, I haven't like said it stream. once. We haven't said it once, and that's why we're on low likes at the moment. Mm, that's true. Let's get it up. We've said it now. I expect to get up to the high numbers. That's true. We better do that. I find it strange. Alex said um, he thought the tombs got worse. So, like, he liked them most in 2, then Brotherhood, then Revelations. 2 had very average tombs. Mm, I mean, I like... I do love the two tombs. The two tombs. They, the look, they, tombs. they're great. They're great. I played them... I've just played them all recently. And I was thinking there's... My least favourite tomb in there is the one in Venice, which is the Doge's Palace, the, the like, cathedral next to it. Um, that you've got to like literally just do the four challenges and move mm. the the central marker to look like an assassin symbol. Yeah. That's that's the most boring one because it's yeah, just kind of elongated for no reason. Then there's just two you chase a guy mission and then there's a quick puzzle at the end. Those are fun because they're quick, but they're just kind of uh. The fun ones are like the Duomo in in Florence. Like that's a great one. Mm. Um, I think the other one in the one in Foley, which is like the winery one, and then there's even a similar one in. Oh no, the one in Foley is like a big library and and castle interior, yeah. and then it's like a winery in San Gimignano. Yeah, and then there's another one like that in Venice. It's the last one you do. I love the last one. I think that one's that's the cha- that's the chase, and it's then you chase, do like and the then you water, do the, yeah, the water time the, section where you go around the room and you have to line yeah, up the attack symbol. I like I like that bit. Like See, the thing I liked about Brotherhoods way more and Revelations more is because it kind of mastered, like, you could just smash through it quick, but you in, but the setting was cool and you enjoyed the the action and fast-pacedness. Because I like it to be fast-paced in, in times. Like, they they knew pace really well in Brotherhood and, and Revelations, whereas either you're in a fast-paced tomb in, in two or you're in a really slow one. Hmm. Like, it was one or the other. It was just, when they're slow, it's just, ugh, whereas... In two, you've got these cool ones where you're like under the Roman Forum and really ancient old ones. I lo- my favorite one could be the Colosseum tomb, where you do the chase under the Colosseum and everything, and then you end up at the in Juno's temple Ooh, where the game ends. And until cool. you've beaten the game, and you've even got the epic music echoes of Roman ruins when you get yes. in and walk into the temple. And I'm like, that is one of my favorites free roam moments of all time in all the games. Like, holy fucking Jesus. That's awesome. I think what they did well with Brotherhood Revelations is the tombs felt more like they weren't set missions. Like, this isn't... It wasn't like... A, I mean, it was like a tomb mission, but 
each one was individual and it wasn't like a set one it wasn't like this is one of these kind of ones this is one of these kind of ones it was like each one was completely individual like it had a its own kind of story to it and thing that you had to do and they felt like like in revelations especially these really cool set pieces where like you'd have like the one where you're chasing the boat down the river and they're shooting at you and you have to kind of avoid their gunshots and then you fall down the waterfall and grab hold of that thing and you know you've got the bridge collapsing and you have to go across the zip lines and everything and it feels so cinematic. That's a form of the it's, ox, yeah. It's awesome. Uh, fucking, I have no idea. I think I think that's a, yeah. That's a I love that one. That's a great one. Nice and cinematic and stuff. Like you said, mm. that's it. The fast pacedness, more of and but you still enjoy where you are and everything. Mm. There's a theme to the tombs, and there's a pace to that theme. If that makes sense, yeah. I just I just thought that Revelations every single one of them were great. Brotherhood maybe had one average one. The Vatican Chase, the last one in Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, far out. That's great. They were so good in Brotherhood. Where it's raining as well in Brotherhood. Yeah. And then you in do the, the fight one. with the Cardinal. Like, you it's can a great... kill him in multiple ways. There's different cutscenes when you kill him. <laughs> throw him like, off the ledge. Throw him off or... the edge and like, you hold, hold on to like, the key. And he's yes. like, asking you to grab him back up. And then you just pull it and he just falls down. Or you can just like kill him normally on That's the great. thing and everything. That's really cool. That's a great one. Yeah, and the Colosseum and the Vatican are one of my two favourites in Brotherhood for sure. And then I think Revelation kind of nails them all. There's there's the cool one in... Because the first one you do is nice under the Ro- in the Ro- Roman Forum and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then there's one where it's like this t- catacomb tomb where it's just bones, bone oh, temple, like underground. Yeah, the maze one. Yeah, follow yeah. the lights and yeah, everything. Yeah. Didn't, didn't figure it, that out until like the fifth time I did it that you had to follow the Really? Torches. Really? Um, but that no. was the first time. I think yeah. I do remember Harlan being there, and he goes, oh, I think you need to follow the torch. I'm like, oh, sweet, and then I kept doing it. Oh, uh, right, yeah. I didn't work that out until later on. Um, Jeez, oh, I just looked at the likes, man. They all went up after I said that. There we um, go. And so there was, that was, that's four. So the Roman Forum, the Maze, Vatican, Colosseum. Then there's the Aqueduct one. I'm trying to, I remember, you have to, you have to get, what did it, Oh, dude, you have that to repair the aqueduct. I couldn't. I couldn't. I can never wear that. I remember Ethan was trying to do it the other day on a stream. It wasn't the other day. It was like <laughs> three months ago on a stream, and I remember watching it, and I was like, uh, "You have to fill up the aqu- like you have to like link up all the aqueducts to be able to get that one, because it's like the water has to be like the water has to rise up before you can even reach it. I think there's a way you can reach it without doing it, but it's like really fiddly. For it, sure, just repair the aqueducts, but, yeah. though. For sure, then, every time everyone plays the game, they repair the entire city of Rome. Oh, obviously. I have to every time. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm just going to play through the story, and then I no, end up rev- renovating the whole of Rome, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that happened. I didn't realize I did it, but it, it yeah. happened. Unacceptable to do it without it. Even when I did the Revelations walkthrough, like, I literally got to about sequence five, stopped, and didn't stop recording, and just repaired the entire city, trained all my assassins to full ranked, did every side activity in the game and then started recording again with full upgraded everything. I was only at oh, sequence five wow. and I'd done everything in the game. That's when I finish two and I go to Brotherhood, you can do the same thing. You know, <laughs> like 100%. I can't do it without it. I've got to do all the Christina missions. I've got to do all the courtesan, thief missions, assassination contracts, repair the entire city, get all my assassins fully ranked, uh, do all of the viewpoints, obviously, in Borges Down. That goes without saying. Hmm. And obviously I need to do, even though I hate the Romulus armor, I've still got to do all the Romulus layers because they're awesome missions. Yeah, that's true. I do hate I've, the Romulus armor. I hate it's, it. Oh, it's terrible. It's it's fucking awful. So upsetting. Uh, the, the, I'm like, at least the dagger's cool. I'm like, at least there's something. 
I yeah. guess. I, 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 I do guess. use that dagger. Yeah, I do too. Question. What? I forget the... Because I know... I know you have to fill the aqueduct to get the tomb again. I think Harland worked. I remember playing because it's one of those things that from the first time I played it, I knew I had to do that. Mm-hmm. But Harland's always been the smart one that kind of figures that shit out and he just tells me or, or like he'll watch me and be like, oh, I'm pretty sure you need, must need to fill the aqueducts. I'm like, yep, that makes sense. And mm-hmm. I just kind of know shit. What was that tomb? I forget like what's in it. Oh, um, yeah, you know, so I don't remember either. Is that the one with the bones? No, it's not. The one with the bones is the f- second one after you do the main story one. Okay, so there's the one in the back. The and first, and then the third, the, the third, one. the third one's the Colosseum. Okay. The first one's under the forum. Yeah, the second, second one's Colosseum. And, so, and the maze is they're, they're both unlocked at the same time. The Colosseum and maze. Okay, the maze is the one. Is the maze the one right near the city wall? Yes, it is. Okay, and it's next is to it like the a one. Pyramid. Is the one under the aqueduct the one where you chase the dude in the mask on the horse? No, that's the Colosseum. Oh, fuck. Okay, is it the one where... Um, oh, no, I think that's the same one as the Colosseum one. The one... Oh, is it the one called... Is it, like, the sixth day or something? Where it's, the like, one? this destroyed, like... It's, like, this destroyed house? Or is that a different one as well? What? Destroyed, it's destroyed, ha- destroyed house? It's got like the chandeliers and you run across the chandeliers and then you go like, it's all kind of just destroyed and then you end up in this huge room with a massive grate, like a gate thing, like a <gasps> golden gate. No, that's the, the second, that's the second last one and that's in the like the French oh, so district. It's the, so the only one we can't remember is like this. Yeah, no, that, because it's the Pope's old house, it's the Pope's okay. old destroyed house that he lived in before the Vatican was built. You can. Re- I think I just read that from. I remember that from the because da- I used to read all the database entries of the mm-hmm. layers. Because I used to try to be like, well, what is this place? What is this based off this tomb? Ba- oh, that's why I love the tombs because they're cool historical shit. Yeah. Yeah, that okay, was so... the old house because that's where the shrunken head was. The because there's only two shrunken yeah, yeah, heads yeah. in the shop first. One of them was. If you sell one, if you accidentally sell it. Oh, you head. you can't you can't get it back. That's it. So you're fucked. So you just can't complete the shop quest. There's only two. In, well, you have to hopefully. So I've never once. I've played Brotherhood fourteen oh, I've only times. Two as well. And I've never once gotten it from like a thief or nah, me neither. a guy you tackle. So it's just in, that one in the tomb, and there's one on a cliff edge. Oh, um, well, yeah, one of the cliffs. Yeah. yeah. So it, it took me a long time to work it out, but I remembered them. So the oh, second, yeah, by the same. time I played, did my second playthrough. I know where both strong and heads it's are. It's brilliant. It's brilliant yeah. the way, <laughs> whenever I play the Ezio trilogy, I've got like all the locations of things I need memorized. So I just like instinctively go and get the shrunken heads, and like I'll remember the stuff I need, and I'll just have everything, and it's just amazing. Yeah, definitely. It's, so what's it's... what's the tomb that we can't we can't think of? <sighs> I'm trying to think. So. Yeah, we've literally got all, um, of... all the ones except for the one that we the can't aqueduct. remember. I'm I'm literally googling Ooh. them. Should we try to work it out ourselves, or I kind of want to work it out, but at the same time, I really want to know. I really, I really, I, I wish that I knew it because I should know it. Why don't I know it? It's called Baths of D Diocletian. I don't know. After Etios, you did blah, 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 aqueduct repaired. Upon entering Rome's sewage system, Ezio soon discovered. I know exactly I know what it is, is too. Yeah, it's the one okay. where you spiral up. There's the big spiral up, and you have to fight all the Romulus yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's like multiple. you go through you go through a sewer, and you kind of have to have this thing where you chase the guy, and every so often you get guys that come and attack him, and they're constantly throwing throwing knives at you. It's that one. Yes, yes, it is that one. Got it. And then you have like the boss battle at the end with all of the guys and like the main guy that you're trying to kill. 
and you can just literally run. And if you actually leave and you don't kill them all, and you because the only way to get up to the final place to collect the key, uh, there's a a crane. So if you go up and activate the crane and you haven't killed them all, there'll be a dialogue behind it. They'll be like, "Where is he? He's he's escaped. We need to find another way up." And then they run off. That's great. So I, I never kill I them all that. when yeah, I yeah. play that because I like hearing that dialogue bit. That's Man, great. they nailed the little things, didn't they? And brother, they Jesus did. Christ. They did a good job. And that game was made in a couple of in months the... after two. Yeah, that's fucked. That's some bullshit. That game is amazing. That's uh, like in terms of gameplay and things like that. Like I still always say, two is my favorite, but it still has been, more has content, to... more content than two and Revelations in terms of game. Yes. Best, the best one for gameplay for me. Best side two, two is the best for story. But brotherhood... yeah, look, look, I agree. So two has the stuff. better story. Two has the better story. There's no question. Mm. But you have the better stage of the main character's life, uh, the best robes, in my opinion, best city, best gameplay, best side activities, the most content, nailing the little things, and best gameplay combat in general. Mm. It The only thing HC2 has better is the story. Mm. I guess so. I, well, for me, I also prefer plus the multiplayer. I, pr I prefer the Plus in, multiplayer? In yeah, my player doesn't really come into it. Well, it does, though. That's yeah, not a good game. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't like... Yeah, sure, okay. okay. Well, it's because okay. you suck at multiplayer. Oh, no, 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 that's not happening. Yeah, okay, anyway. No, people are going to get hyped again. They're gonna no, it's up. okay. Well, let's just stop. Let's just move on. <laughs> uh, well, at least, uh, okay, we worked out all the Romulus layers. That tomb thing took a sidetrack. That a did take a sidetrack. Alex said, I've only completed the Romulus tombs two to three times, only because the armor's not worth two to three hours of playing. Well, the tombs are worth the two to three hours of playing. Oh, it definitely is. Oh, those tombs are so fun. I don't care about the armor. Like, I'll get the armor and, like, I don't know, sometimes I put a skin over the top of it, um, and then I just... Yeah, just for the like armor. Yeah, just, just so for the stats. But yeah, the, the, the tombs stats. are definitely worth playing the tombs, because oh, they're the so good. That Colosseum tomb gives me goosebumps when you go into Juno's temple. I love temple. that like, one. That's fantastic. Etzion. I didn't realize until like That's... because the second time because you play through it and you don't obviously don't realize you play the end of the game and I didn't realize and then when you play the tomb again you're like oh shit this is where you go as Desmond at the end of Brotherhood. Yeah, and, and do you realize that it's so like cool. how did how did Ezio find the tomb to put the apple away? We played that moment that he discovered the tomb. Like we we so cool. played the point the smallest. It's another little thing. They did it like they tease at the end, but because a person would ask, "Oh, okay, so Ezio came to this place under the Colosseum, but we've been playing the whole time in Rome, and we never knew he had the plan to put the apple away like that." But then when you play that, you're like, "But he'd seen it before he knew there was a tomb here. That's exactly. why he took the apple. He maybe came to investigate and realized there's an apple thing there, and he's like, "I'll just leave it here. Maybe this is where it's supposed to be." Left it there and walked off. Perfect. It's so good, and you find ah. Oh. Come on, it's brother's so your favorite. Good. Just they admit do... it. Oh. Change your list again. <laughs> nah, nah, I can't do it. I can't do it. Nah, two, two is my favorite. But Brotherhood is damn good. It's, it's, it's got to be. Ah, oh, it's difficult. It is difficult because sometimes, I guess they're just they're just equal. I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll I can't betray that. two. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, that's okay, man. Still a better game. <laughs> when I get the Romulus armor, I use the skin, the individual DLC. I used to do that as well. I, I, can't, I can't. I love the robes he has too much. The white robes with the, mm. the final shop quest armor. I That's do my favorite that. ultimate Ezio. It looks beautiful. Although I do love the armor of Altair. I love that armor. It's my favorite. Well, favorite. Well, there's the, the, there's the other DLC armor that was like a pre 
order one. It's isn't actually quite the, cool. Isn't that the, the, the armor you get with the Da Vinci DLC? The Draken armor? Yeah, you, yeah, you do get That's pretty cool armor. It is pretty cool. I just hate this, like, he has this weird, like, frilly collar, and that irritates me when it's yeah, that wearing was, that. Yeah, that's a little annoying, but... Speaking of, that was probably the best DLC, too. They probably had the best DLC. Think that of all the Assassin's Creed DLCs, oh, they're pretty average. You know how good it is as well? It links to three, that game, because it gives you the location of the Grand Temple, it gives you the coordinates, and Ezio just leaves it. He's like... Because he, he knows it's meant for Desmond at that point, because he says yeah. to Leonardo, you know, just leave it, we've done it, that's it. But he knows that Desmond needs to see that. And that's why it's so fucking awesome. Well, he knows it's not their goal as well. Like, he just go, yeah. what do you say to Da Vinci? Like, this yeah, isn't yeah, for yeah. us? Yeah, he just he just knows that. And obviously by revelations, he knows the entire time. He, the, he, the things he's Desmond. done is all for Desmond. And yeah. it's so beautiful. That's oh, the best DLC. God, Ezio Trilogy. There's even that PS3 one that wasn't that bad either. Which was that? It, I, don't, I never played it. It was the Copernico Conspiracy. What was that? It was just some soul. It was like some astronomer the Templars wanted to kill. Like it was just a cool little story. I've watched a war through. I think Luma did it because I, I didn't have PS3. Fuck yeah, this PS3. Just... I'm playing it. <laughs> I need more Ezio trilogy. That's something I yeah. haven't played from the Ezio trilogy. Yeah, that's true. I haven't played new it content. New fucking content. I'm playing it. That's <laughs> it's not happening. Good. Okay. Well, it's new to me. I'm gonna yeah, buy Brotherhood. True. I'm gonna buy the DLC somehow, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. Think DLCs you have. I mean, I don't really count the DLCs in two. Twos would be the best ones because it's sequence 13, four, uh, 12, and 13, but it, it's not really DLC. It's just the ma it's just like the finished game. Yeah. Why that's kind of what I... Put that in a good... I think Luma explained it because he was streaming it one time, and I think he explained why. So I think it's kind, of, it's kind of strange that they took out part of the game, but I think it was something like they didn't finish it, and so they just released the game and then released it later as DLC, but I think that's kind of bullshit. No, I, I think what I heard was, and I agree with it, Story-wise, when you finish sequence 11, it's this final showdown, you become an assassin, you meet, realize all these people are um, assassins, and it's this battle with Rodrigo, you've got the apple, now it's like, it's the perfect time to then go and face him, so it skips all that time. But then, mm. if you've got the DLC, you've got an extra, it's like, a, those are long sequences, those are really long, Battle of Fawley and Bonfire are long, there's another four hours in between this second showdown with Rodrigo and the final showdown. And you have this four-hour gap where you just help Katarina, lose the apple, find the apple, and then you're back to where you were. Mm. I agree. Did not need it in the game. It's only there for if you want it, and I'm happy to have it. So it's great, and it's just part of the main game. But I totally get why they cut it. It did not need to it be there in terms sense. of general yeah, that's story. fair enough, actually, now I think about it. That is fair enough. And also, the, the Bonfire Advantage adds a new part of Florence as well. It's a whole new part that of the does. city that you can explore. That's awesome. Which is awesome. And it adds those springboard things. Those are still strange. I find it weird that they're dotted all over the city, these random springboards. Like, I guess it's the yeah. same as the zip lines. They're just installed by assassins, maybe. That's a way of explaining it. It is random, yeah, though. Yeah, it was just testing stuff out, I guess. Why not? Yeah, yeah. It didn't really break anything. It took me a while to figure out that was a thing, anyway. Mm. So that I guess that counts as DLC, but I, I find it hard to because it is really just kind of the full story. Um, yeah. But Da Vinci Disappearance, those are, I mean, AC2 and AC Brotherhood, two great DLCs, phenomenal. Mm. But da Vinci Disappearance was long, added a whole extra element to it, some cool extra content. Like, you got other locations. You see Lucrezia again, Da Vinci's in, obviously we love Da Vinci. That's cool. Uh, and then you have, uh, so you get some armor pieces that look cool thieves game. That really adds Ooh, element when you yeah. re when you when you that's, replay that's Brotherhood, 
it really adds an element to Brotherhood when you get the Thieves Guild and you help the Thieves Guild build up because they, they talk about, and we also have gambling. And I'm like, where's the gambling? Yeah. When they're like, you couldn't even partake. No, I can't. What are you talking about? But then you get the DLC and it's there from the beginning. So you're like, oh, yeah, That's cool. Good. I can gamble. So like that added all that stuff. Three, Tyranny King Washington was fucking terrible. Right, oh, my God. We're going to talk Revel- about Lost Archives. What do you, I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I, I really yeah. don't like the Lost Archives. I, I, like I don't the, know. I, I like I like the story, but I don't like the way they implemented it into the game. I don't like the gameplay. I think it should have been in the main game. I don't know why I, they did it. Some people praise them for taking a risk and putting it in a DLC. I think it's a stupid risk. I don't think you should be praised for putting a main story element in a DLC. That's yeah, dumb, terrible. especially one that no one's going to buy because the gameplay is boring as fuck. And then yeah. they just go and bring up again... Um, in three lucy stuff in three and it's like like because they have to do it like you already know and like you already found out in revelations but some people didn't it's they did they handled that really badly especially with such a such an important story element like the end of brotherhood like explaining that it's really it's not good um yeah lost archives is very meh yeah and tyranny king washington i fucking hated i thought it was fucking couldn't stand it what a dumb story what a stupid idea for a story (laughs) fantasy flashes Apple of Eden sends you into a fantasy world where where you just yeah, have magic well, animal powers. Yeah, that's what a, strange. What the fuck? I get, I get the, I get Terrible. the point of it. Is showing the apple's temptation over Washington, like the way it tempts people. Some but, could have shown that in about a thirty-second cutscene. Somehow making Boston and New York more boring cities to play around. Yeah, somehow making a, them more depressing. It was episodic as well. Why did they they released it in three bits to get more money? What was that about? Oh, uh, what was it? The infamy, the betrayal, the redemption, or something like that was the. Yeah. It was oh a, my it wasn't god! A great that makes DLC. me physically ill. Wasn't that great? It those those animal powers would like the eagle one was the rope launcher. Uh, it's the exact same gameplay as the rope launcher. You get to top buildings quick, go across buildings quick. Just didn't have the rope launcher animation. Had it kind of turn into a fucking eagle. Um, turns into a bear or something. And I yeah, the... slams the ground. The wolf will turns you invisible. Um, oh, yeah. Fuck. Oh Eevee. God. Eevee gameplay right there. I can't uh, believe I was so hyped for that before it came out. And then it came out, I'm like, what the fuck? It was just bo- it's just boring. Like, it was just a whole... Because it's in it's still the same setting. Like, I remember the first episode was okay. Like, you're in the frontier, but it's just kind of... It's limiting because it's not the full game out there. There were some cool little bits to it. Like you're putting the little side activity fragment bits. Like it was cool. It was all this extra stuff. Like there's so much to it, but it was so much stuff that wasn't fun. Mm. The second episode was, I remember the second episode killed it for me. The second episode was terrible. And it was in Uh, Boston and it was just dreary, depressing. Like they made it more depressing. The third one, at least when you're, when you're in to the point, the third, like, you get, you're in your ship and they do a whole Edward Kenway nod. I'm like, oh, really good one because you've announced it now, cool. Um, and then... <laughs> no, you know, they mention Edward in the main game. No. Uh, Sh- Sean mentions him. In the modern what day, you talk to Sean, he talks about how um, Edward apparently was Haytham's father. He doesn't... Under- does, like, does, he say like, Hath- does he say he Edward? Said- yeah, he says Edward Kenway. He says he died in his manor, um, and something happened to Haytham and ended up becoming a Templar. Like, he, he's very vague about it. Yeah, and then, I mean, you That's only hear from Haytham, which is why, why I love 4, because they did that nod of, my father took me here once when I was a boy. And then oh. you, that's the final scene of 4. Yeah, and then you get that beautiful, beautiful nod there from Darby in 4. 
There wasn't a DLC for four, was there? Animal powers might seem wacky, but the fact that they drain health damage, you have to be careful how you use them. That doesn't. That's not. That doesn't a, make a, it good. That doesn't you, mean, mean they should be in an Assassin's Creed you, game. That like. doesn't change them from they're wacky to well, they drain health, so they're good. What are you fucking <laughs> high? That's like when people say when it's like, oh, I hate Connery, so boring. But he was meant to be boring. Oh, really? Well, then in that case, I really like him because he was meant to be boring. Oh, <laughs> really wow, like that changes my so... perception. Like, <laughs> like I really hate this character. He's so shit. Well, he was meant to be shit. Oh, really? Oh, I love him. He's great because he was meant to be like that. It was intent. It was an intentional. Like like an intentional bad decision. That means it's good. Yeah, no, definitely, it's good, 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 good reasoning there. Um, Having a dark, depressing story isn't necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, just bro, you're just saying the same shit again. That, that a was, dark, like... a dark story and isn't a depressing story. They're not the same thing. <laughs> a depressing dark, story is bad. Dark tones is a is is what dark means. It's a oh. darkish tone. Depressing is depressing. It means it's boring. It means it's not aesthetically pleasing. There's no cool action to bring it up. It's a slow-paced episode, slow action, and you're in a depressing dreary place. It's not dark. It's not gritty. It's just shit. So, okay, so, it's, okay, so every, everyone's saying, okay, Freedom Cry was Black Flag. I forgot that. completely forgot that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a so okay. he said, he said it's an explicit fantasy. How much realism do you expect? Well, I don't expect realism, but I also don't expect a fantasy setting in an Assassin's Creed game. Like it's, I don't, I don't go, oh, it's a fantasy setting, so everything's happening's fine. It's like it's not fine. That shit shouldn't have happened. Shouldn't have That's been some weird drug-induced apple dream of magic and animal powers. It shouldn't have happened. It's dumb. Like the whole idea of that DLC is dumb. Like I'm not, it, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying I don't understand why unrealistic things happen in a dream. I'm like, well, I get why the unrealistic thing happens in a dream. The dream was a stupid idea. Um, you don't have to have a sense of humor to be a good character. No, I'm not. We, we're not saying that Connor is a bad character because he doesn't yes, make he jokes like Ezio. No, no, we're, we're saying we're saying he's a bad character. We're not saying it's because he doesn't make jokes like Ezio. People think. I say Connor's bad because he's not Ezio. That's not why. You can make a good character without it being a charismatic, you know, young, like, humorous guy like Ezio. But Connor was not just bad because he had a boring voice and was boring a lot of the time. He was bad because he was naive and made dumb decisions and I didn't agree with what I was doing. And the fact that you don't want to play a game where you disagree with what your character's doing... Like you know, what? It's it's dumb. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm uh, I need to move on from this. This is just the stupidest conversation. That that we're defending this this thing. It's it's a terrible DLC. That's the end of that. Look, I just I just want to say that I I get why it happened. I just don't think it should have happened in the game. I think I agree. You I could agree. have quickly explained in a quick cutscene in AC three. Washington could have explained to to Connor. Or something like that. Like, you know, this apple gave me these fucked visions. I don't want its temptations. Can you please take it from me? And and Connor will take it and remove it. They didn't need to have this whole three-part DLC where yeah. Connor is a fucking magic wolf man that can turn invisible and fly. It was... Nah. A deliberately controversial character isn't a bad I, can, thing. Can we, nah. I, can't, I can't talk about this. But a boring this character is, is no, a bad okay. thing. A character that I don't like is a bad thing. Like, you, what are you, you saying? There's a big, there's a big assumption there that it was, it was deliberately controversial. No, it wasn't. They just say we made him controversial because everyone hated him. No, but that we meant to do that totally. 
That's just a defense mechanism. He wasn't deliberately controversial. He was supposed to be an awesome character. They failed miserably. It was a shit character. Shit game. We're not talking about AC3 anymore. We're not I talking... How, I love how I love how We're not I talking to... about AC3 anymore. <laughs> you, you get, like, you're so blunt with it. Like, I try my best to understand their opinion. I'm like, like even though I'm the most controversial one, I'm kind of like, I get why this happened and stuff. And you're just like, nah, it's, it's shit. Just sh shut the fuck up. It's shit. It is, though. It's just bad. <laughs> you like just... me with Unity. Like, I can under... I, I like parts of 3. And I, I, I can... I get some bits. But Connor, I can't stand. No, I can't. There's no one can defend Connor. This stuff, stuff in 3, I like. I love the naval. I love some of the hate Captain Kidd side missions. The homestead missions were fun. I hate them. was really cool. This, I could praise 3 in a lot of ways. Um, but fucking hell. If you're trying to defend Connor, you're the dumbest cunt I've ever met. I'm going to have um, to make a video one day. <laughs> that was so aggressive. Like, I'm just going to... Like, I'm going to have to make a video. I get that people like Connor. Like, I do get that people like Connor. Sure. I, I, I accept don't... that... It's a I thing just, people do, but it's not. I don't it's get so. It. It's so. I just don't understand why. Like, do you not analyze the game properly? Like, do you not play it and take in the information and be like, "This is wrong." Like, do you not reject what Connor's doing? Like, I don't it's get like, how you can agree with what he's doing. He's wrong. He's a naive idiot. He doesn't do anything right. He makes the stupidest decisions. And I'm sitting there like, no, no, Connor, Connor, I don't want to do this. Like, Connor, don't kill that guy. What are you doing? And he just it's, does it. It's, it's, it's like smoking. It's like cigarettes. Look, I get that people do it, but we all know it kills you. Why are we? Why are we doing it? I don't yeah, understand. I don't get it. I just, I just, I just, I'm trying to get across my opinion because I want to make sense to this guy. I just want to make sense. It's annoying me. It's like right. So I do say Connor's boring. I get that. I also say that's not okay. So the reason he's boring is because he's boring. He's a boring character. And that's not the only reason I dislike him. I dislike I, him one because he's boring, and I that's a tiny like part. I could, I could tolerate, I could tolerate him if he was a proper Native American, and also if he learned. Because he starts off naive, and I get that because he's a native. But then he continues to be naive after getting so much mentoring from Achilles after growing up. He's exactly the same guy he was when he was a kid. He makes stupid decisions. He's naive. He doesn't understand the world after he's been living in it for years. In the real world, he still acts like a naive Native American, and I don't get that. Even t at the very end of the game, he's still the same guy. He learns nothing through the entirety of the game, and he doesn't grow as a character at all. But he's not really even Native American, is he? Because he just acts like the whitest. No, exactly, white exactly. I'm like, they're like, I would have uh, loved a native. I've said this before. I would have loved a Native American character, but he didn't even act Native American. He was written like a white guy. I'm gonna help George Washington and the Americans, the Patriot way, freedom. The land exactly. of the free! Exactly. And, All you do and, is kill British. All you do and, is you just fight the British. You're just a then, fucking patriot. And then you get to the end of like, but it's because Charles Lee burned down a village. I'm like, is it? Okay, fair enough. And then you're like, Hathen reveals. No, but George Washington burned down a village. My guys are there to help them. So all the time you're fighting the Templars, it wasn't for the reason you thought. They never did it. George Washington did. He's like, huh. I'm going to go find Charles Lee and kill him. I'm not going to kill George Washington, <laughs> and I'm not going to kill you, Haytham. I'm just going to go find Charles Lee anyway. What the fuck? It's so That's funny. the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how Haytham, he knows it was George Washington, but he withholds the information until he has proof. When he finds proof, he presents the proof to Connor, and Connor goes, you you didn't tell me straight away? And Haytham's like, "Did I, you wouldn't have believed me if I told you. I was waiting for proof. I found proof. Do you, like, come on, believe me. Like, it was George Washington. He's like, f f fuck you, man. I'm out of it. I'm going to go help George Washington win a battle. Never talk to me again. Like, and then he goes and kills Charles Lee and Haytham. Oh. 
What is what is what is Connor? What is he? Bad story. Um, I think Connor's the worst character. Connor's a worse character than the story is bad. The story is bad, no doubt about it. The story is bad. Connor's a worse character than the story is bad, in my opinion. They're both bad. It's just my least favorite Assassin's Creed yeah. game, yeah. and I'd rather not spend my when it's eleven twenty at night on a Sunday night yelling about Connor more than I need to. Mm. We've said, because <laughs> we're just love be- complaining about Connor. I don't get. It's- I don't get a chance to do it enough. Yeah, that's true, but we've said it so many times, and we have just said the same thing. Look, it is, yeah, okay. Hold up, hold up, hold up, what? Okay. The, but he's just saying, again, what? he's just trying to trick you, James. This one person in the chat, for people who are listening later on, this one guy in the chat is ta- oh he's a God. fan of Connor. That's his this opinion. Guy is Connor. He's, he's this a, guy is Connor. He's as naive he's, and dumb as Connor. Look at him. Hate them with still being okay, dishonest. Okay, hey man, I, literally hey ex- man. I literally explained why he, he withheld the information because Connor's a fucking idiot, wouldn't have believed him, so he waited to find proof. When he found the proof, gave it to Connor. Connor still told him to fuck off. It's retarded. It's retarded. Yep. Uh, look, ladies and gentlemen who are listening, uh, to the to the to the many listeners out there, uh, there's just one person who's doing this and causing some some quality quality, quality bands. Look, at the end of the day, James and I are having a good time because people will be listening to us talking about this, not not this one person who's uh, talking about Connor and how they like him. Look, this is the Kill Connor Club. We don't like Connor. You know this. Why are you even trying to argue with this? We our job is Assassin's Creed. <laughs> We kind of know it a little. When there's nothing you're gonna say to us that we haven't thought about in terms of why we hate Connor. There's nothing you're gonna no revelation you're gonna reveal to us of But this no 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 we know this is our job We kind of know Assassin's Creed at least a little bit. We're not saying we're the most knowledgeable in the world, but we kinda know it, you know, slightly. I'd like to think. So I'm not gonna talk about why Connor sucks anymore. I've talked about it a million uh. times. So for sure, relax and give it up because you're not going to change our minds. Yeah, no, I think I've just realized with that last comment, he's just trying to piss us off and he clearly doesn't mean what he's saying and he's just being dumb on purpose. Yeah. Because I've explained that a million times. Um, so what are we talking about? DLC, right? <sighs> okay, so DLC. Freedom Cry? So yeah, what did, uh, it's okay. I played it once. I haven't played it I don't it like since. it. I can't replay it. I played it once. I thought it was all right. Like the little thing, inclusion of the box, but once you've got that out of the way... And you replay it. It's it's really not very fun. Like I, I mean, the story's just. I've kind told. Of... Yeah, the story's very bland, and I it's don't just really. Just very one thing. Mm, just slaves. Yeah. There's nothing really and else. To I, it. I've said this before. I don't like slave liberation stuff. I don't like it when you have to, the whole thing is based on you freeing slaves. Like I don't like it. I want to play as an assassin. I don't want to play someone that goes around freeing slaves. I just find it really boring and tedious. Um, when you like. Just the fact that a lot of it is based off of you go around, you free slaves from different scenarios and stuff. I I don't find that fun. It was in Liberation as well, and it was boring. Um, so yeah, it was it was meh. It was meh? <laughs> it was meh. It was a very meh DLC, especially because uh, Black Flag was so good. The DLC was very underwhelming. And Adewale's, yeah. Adewale was a good character when he was with Edward. He's a good supporting character. But when you play as him, he's a very boring assassin. He's very... He's... he's hmm. It's strange because in the main story, he seems quite wise to like giving Edward advice. And I agree with what he says and stuff. But then when you play as him in Freedom Cry, he's just quite boring and bland. He's just kind of like, slaves, I shall help this. He's very serious and... No, no, nothing wrong with being serious, but I don't know. It was, it was, it was just kind of uh, like it wasn't. 
yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm not, I played it once, had fun, not going to play it again, kind mm. of thing. Um, but James, that's racist. <laughs> you're racist. <laughs> oh, actually, you're racist. You haven't acknowledged it's 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 2016, man. You're a white straight male. You have to acknowledge before you give any opinions. Oh, sorry, guys. I love your slavery. privilege. Sorry, did I say I didn't like slavery missions? Because that's because slavery is <laughs> bad. Sorry, guys. I love slavery. Sorry, forgot forgot to mention. <laughs> love slavery. Jesus Christ. You're just glad you're I fixed that one. Classic male pigs. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, such a guy. Ugh. Um, what? Rogue didn't have any DLC. It was just. Uh, it was a DLC. Um, then you had... I think Freedom Cry was longer than Rogue. Freedom anyway, Cry. Unity had Dead Kings. Um, uh, I like, like Dead Kings. Freedom, Freedom Cry was 100% longer than Rogue. Yeah, definitely was. I agree with that. Dead Kings. I kind of like Dead Kings. It wasn't like... It's definitely not the worst DLC. No, better than main Unity. It was a little, wasn't it? Like, I wasn't... It was structured better, the, I think. The, it was it structured better. There yeah. was a bit too much faffing about, but... There was... I didn't like the... Oh, I know, I, it kind of had tombs. Not very good tombs, but it had tombs. The whole game was kind of... Like, half the it map was, was kind of underground. Yeah, but it wasn't I really kind cool. of enjoy. I enjoyed bits. I enjoyed parts okay. of it. Yeah. They tried. They tried, which I, I think is a good thing. They tried with the, you know, having to use the lantern kind of a little bit puzzly. I in, did enjoy bits of the tombs. I think that was pretty good. There's other parts where you had to get through huge rooms with tons and tons of guards, and that was kind of irritating. Um, I liked. I liked. What did I like? Hmm. I liked that it was. I think. I think it was structured better than the the main game because the main game of Unity is you get kind of like midway through, and the story changes with Unity, and you're kind of like, wait, wait, what? Where did Jermaine come from? Where did that, that butchered his name? Where did he come from? Jermaine. Like, yeah, sure. He just I, pops I, I, up. I just and all of a, all of a sudden, nailed. he's he's Sorry. the grandmaster. Like he, we knew that all along. The like you meet yeah. him, and he's the he's the he's the Smith, and then all of a sudden, he's the grandmaster of the Templars. What happened? Why was he pretending to be? Because you would have killed him. I think you, I I always thought it was just like he thought you were going to kill him. And then when you when he realized you didn't even know who he was, he's like, "Oh, they've got me prisoner. You need to help me." And he tricks Anna. But then, but then, the, why are the guards like hold, actually are kind of holding him prisoner though? Like they don't w let him escape. No, they're protecting him. No, they're trying to kill Anna. Why is there such confusion there? Because because like, Jermaine keeps telling him to kill the guards. He's trying to be convincing. That's what I thought. He was definitely wasn't a prisoner. Oh, it was a ruse. It was a ruse the whole time. Oh, it's just dumb. It's just the the, the I the uh I just I don't want to spoil oh. anything because like Mariana and Elva are both saying like obviously they haven't played the games so, but uh, yeah we're not going out of our way to spoil anything because we are talking about DLC so. Sure. Good point. Um. So maybe we got into DLC conversation. Yeah. So Dead Kings was I think it was structured better than the main game. It had more of a goal. Uh, the tombs were kind of cool and I did yeah, I don't mind Dead Kings. I think it could have been done better, but obviously it was made in Unity, and Unity's Unity. Um, Unity is Unity, that is true. It is Unity. But it's, it's still Unity, so. And then, you know, and then of course we had um, Jack the Ripper DLC, which we can, we can, we can hop into that one. Uh, and we had The Last Maharaja, which was a glitchy mess, and it was... <sighs> Both terrible DLCs. Jack the Ripper was... They're both what... terrible for d 
different reasons. Jack the, the Ripper started so strong, it right? Did. It, it did. It was. I started up. I was like, "Whoa, this, this is, is cool. This is effect. really cool. I'm getting into this. This is good." Then all of a sudden, Jack the Ripper is an ex. Uh, wait. Spoilers. Uh, fuck it. Wait. Hold it's up a one sad, second. It's, it, it's a DLC. Hold DLC's... up one second. Right. It's a DLC. Don't play it. Okay. I'm about to spoil the entire thing. Just don't. Don't bother spending your money on it. It's awful. So, Jack the Ripper is um, a British guy. Uh, grew up with the assassins, moves to India, learns a bunch of murdering techniques in India, comes back, goes fucking insane because his mum dies or something. I forget. I forget. Didn't really make much um, sense, did it? Doesn't make sense. Goes insane, goes around killing other assassins. He's an ex-assassin. Um, uh, his name's Jack the fucking lad, for Christ's sake. Um, calls himself <laughs> Jack the Ripper for some reason. Uh, people tell me that my opinion of Jack the Ripper is skewed, even though that doesn't make sense, because Ubisoft's vision of Jack the Ripper is cl clearly skewed if they think he's an ex-assassin. Because um, really, what Jack the Ripper was, was, you know, he was a really fucked up guy. Murder like, and Raper, yep. Exactly, and he didn't do any of that in the game, he just killed assassins. Um, and he and, has the rooks on his side now, apparently? Yeah, like, the, yeah. What? somehow he just popped back in, he was like, guys, you know what we're going to do? We're going to murder assassins, germicide, right? We're just going to murder assassins, they're doing the right thing. Yeah, they, they liberated your city, well, let's kill them now, and you're on my um, side, yeah? Cool. And right, I'm, not, I'm not a serial killer crafty on my own, pulling off this, all these crimes by myself like some evil psychopath. I have an army. Yeah, and I'm very exactly. public about oh, everything. Oh, and, and, and guys, uh, Rooks, don't wear green anymore, wear purple. I'm just going to go get all these purple outfits for you guys so we can we can match. I and like I'm going to wear a bag on my head, and I can I have a rope launcher too. Jack the Ripper with a rope launcher is probably one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. You think of Jack the Ripper, you think of this, like, you know, crafty, mysterious murderer. Has a rope launcher. Has a he, fucking rope launcher. He's pretty much Scarecrow in Assassin's Creed form because he even has the powder that makes him go crazy. He's Fuck literally that, Scarecrow. Yes. He's literally Scarecrow, but I yeah, justice. Um, it's so it's so historically inaccurate and just bad. Like, Start and off really so, well. It's such recent history. Why did Ubisoft think it was okay to fuck with that so much? Like the amount we know about Jack the Ripper. Why did they fuck with it so much? We practically know who it was that was Jack the Ripper at this point. Yeah. Like, why did they fuck with it so much? And made him an exorcist? Jack the Lad. When that happened, in my Let's Play, it's actually hilarious. Like, if you haven't watched my Let's Play, you should definitely go watch it. I When they say Jack the Lad, I'm just there, like, I'm losing my shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Why, why did you do this? That's so fucking... Evie's like, what do we call him? Oh, yeah, Jack the Lad. Oh, uh, yeah, nah, fuck off. Just fuck off. <laughs> Just fuck off. <laughs> oh, God. That was Jesus so Christ. That was uh, terrible. Why did he only go after females? Uh, because they wanted to make him slightly like Jack the Ripper. Um, <laughs> just so just slightly. slightly that people can have that opinion where they're just kind of like no jack the ripper was really good because they accurately depicted that he killed women did he rape them probably not in the game probably not they were all assassins <laughs> he throws their rings why does he do that he takes their ring off and throws it so evie can find it <sighs> jesus christ it's What's awful. That? I had to make I had to make an entire video on Yeah. It on, was bad. on it. And people still get mad at me. People are like, You're wrong. Jack the Ripper was amazing. They did him so well. I'm like, how? You've gotta be you've gotta be fucking with me, surely. Like, did you even play it? <laughs> uh, so it's funny. awful. It's probably the worst DLC. 
Yeah, that actually, well, now that you mention it, could be I worse. think it's worse than the George Washington one, because at least that's not fucking with history so much. <sighs> yeah. George Washington, <sighs> the one, I can forget about that, but Jack the Ripper, they literally, like, it's meant, it's real history now, in Assassin's Creed, in real Assassin's Creed history. Oh, that is tough to think about. In the Assassin's Creed universe, Jack the Ripper was an ex-assassin that screamed at people to scare them away and stabbed them in the ground with spikes. And he had, like, fear bombs. He was Scarecrow. It was so bad. Oh my god. He wore Scarecrow. He even had the fucking bag on his head. Yeah, I know, right? George said, um, he brought this up on a stream, the way they could have done it, which would have been cool, is... I think Scrap Evie, play as Jacob. Evie could be in India with um, Henry Green. Henry. Play, as, play as Jacob. It's all set in one night in Whitechapel. And you play as Jacob, you know, because he was really cool at the beginning. Because like, he wasn't the same guy. You could see he'd grown up he'd a lot. He'd cha changed a and lot. And he was, he yeah, was, was way like more mature. And he was taking everything really seriously. And I loved that. I thought that was awesome. But they got rid of him. And got him he fucking kidnapped. And then I think it was... They brought in Evie who was the same. Like, Evie was already quite mature and she was just so, like yeah. a bit so she more... Was just... She was more mm. seasoned veteran is all. Mm. But I just... I would have preferred to have that more matured Jacob. It's all set in yeah. one night. You go around solving these little mysteries. But it always stays mysterious. And it always stays creepy. And, like, they could have captured... It's just murder mystery Jack missions. Well. Just, just, just some cool murder mysteries with a cool underlying story... And that would have just been cool if they could have done it like that. And I don't know how they would have done it. You've got to lead to who it is so you can stop it. Like, just mm. a basic, quick, nice murder crime story. doesn't have to be different. doesn't have to be a twist that sucks. Mm. It just has to be a crime. Yeah. Just like, because I, I just... I, I think it's a cool idea, but I just don't know how they'd end it. Because it's like, do they end it with never finding out who Jack the Ripper was and stuff? Because I feel like that would also have no payoff at the same time as being kind of accurate to history. I could have done Free Run for Justice if it was that case. Scarecrow's my villain. Yeah. Well, I'm... Oh, I'm look, guys. Look, guys. Don't worry. We we ruined it for you, but it's a shit DLC, so just don't waste your money on it. Just don't. Don't. don't yeah. It, don't. it is a terrible DLC, so I wouldn't worry about it, guys. Yeah, just don't. It's, it's and then Last Maharajma could have been so good. Like oh, it's building, God. it's it, other than the fact that it was Unity. Like it literally had me screaming at the TV because it just kept glitching, not working, nothing it was, was so working, bad. the whole thing. Oh and God! Every little it was exactly like Unity, not working Unity the same way. Getting de the getting time. detected through walls, not getting detected when you kill someone Did for some reason. Like it's. I think we talked about this. That glitch where you're on the train and it wants you to descend yes. the train, and they like yep. fall out the sky, and like they're like yep. falling off the train, and they just don't detect you. It's like they just appear on the train. And they don't detect you, and you can just assassinate all of them, and like the mission won't complete, and you're just going around on a train. And then when you complete one of the quests, the game like just freezes you there, and you can't move, and you're just standing in the train. Yeah, it's oh a god, last Maharaj. Then it's, was bad. it builds up to this heist mission. I'm like, holy crap, we're gonna do a big heist mission. I wonder how this mission's gonna go down. Ah, uh, just walk in. They can't detect you, or they'll detect you through the wall. Your choice. Uh, and then. Uh, <laughs> Walk out of there, but you can't actually free run or sneak anywhere. You're kind of stuck on this level with two guards. Yeah, okay, you're, oh, you're all set? Yeah, cool. Oh, what God. the fuck? Is this the shittest mission that could have like, been so it's good? It's so weird how it started out so well. Like, I remember starting out and being like, oh, this is cool. Like, it's got this cool little story. You know, you've got, like, this cool little mission where you have to do, like, the shooting thing. And then you have to do, like, the little murder mystery thing. We have to, like, search what's going yeah. on. And then after that, it, it's all spiraled horribly downhill. 
and it was just, just a mess. Really like that, did you, you know the ending bit where you have to save the dude from being oh, shot? Yes, that would that was that annoying. took me so long because I kept getting detected, and I don't know why because I was behind the guy. Like I just kept getting detected. It was so no because you're, what you're playing is you're playing Unity. Which means they, he, the, what did they have is they have these 360 goggles on where they can see everything. <laughs> oh god, I do actually. What are you stupid? I don't you realize it was purposely trying to do that. It was purposely oh, trying to be a controversial. Oh shit, DLC. really? Well, in that case, fuck it. It's amazing, guys. By the last Maharaja, it's trying to be controversial. They purposely made it badly, so it's good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> fucking assholes. <laughs> oh god. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. Oh, beer. Oh, that's what's today. I just I'm want to bring up, because it just came into my head right now, is that I still find it funny that um, we talked about this with Gabe one time, and it was funny because he had the same I love opinion the, as us. I love, um, I love that you can say that sentence. When we were talking <laughs> to Gabe, oh, that's fucking Yeah, cool. guys, so when we were talking to Gabe Graziani, um, the community developer uh, at Ubisoft for Assassin's Creed for seven years, um, no big deal, we talked about the... When Syndicate was coming out, Mark Alexi Cote, several times, I think Gabe brought it up, several times said, oh, you're going to love the modern day, we'll talk about it more in the summer. And Gabe's just like, I don't know why he said any of that. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's literally what we thought. Like, he said, like, you'd be sitting there, like, next to him on a panel or whatever, and he's just sitting there thinking, no, stop. Stop, Mark, what are you saying? <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> And it's like, I because he did say several times, we talk about it more in the summer, they never talked about modern day till the game came out. Never talked about it. So that has me thinking that they meant to put something else in it and they didn't, or he's just a fucking liar. Because <laughs> I don't know, he, he lies through that smile, that grin he does during interviews where he's saying, oh, you guys are going to love the game. And it's like, you're not going to love the game. It's awful. Oh, oh god! So much we haven't, we have not, like, we've gone so not on this list that I had put together. That's the best times. <laughs> it's just been so much shit talking. It's been oh, amazing. I love just talking about discussing things about Assassin's Creed like that, about the DLCs and about like what we thought. Like, it's weird because I, I don't even, I don't remember if back in the day Luma and Esgo ever talked about this stuff. I suppose it was when Assassin's Creed was good, so they didn't have much to criticize. Yeah. But like. I don't remember ever having this kind of like, I don't know, I always felt like the people that were above us never had the same kind of opinions. They were always praised everything a lot. Which, you know, I don't know. I, Luma, Luma are you saying, extent, are you saying we're the Escoblades and Luma of this generation of Assassin's Creed YouTubers? Well, I thought it was obvious. I didn't, I don't need to say that, do I? Is it, I, I don't know if it is. It oh, is, no, when you think about it. I've no. never thought about that. Mm. That's weird. That's so yeah. weird. It's... I, Mm, that gives me goosebumps. I'm, it's I got very goosebumps. strange. Because I legitimately still think I'm like everyone else, but I can just talk shit and everyone else is in a chat. That's about all of the difference I see. I know. Like, but then I'm like, wait, I remember being like 14 watching Luma and Esco being like, those are the coolest dudes ever. I want to start YouTube one day, but I'll never be as big as them. No way. No way, Jose. Tweets. Do you see me share those tweets on Twitter where I'm like, oh, God, I just love to be like Esco Blades and stuff. And it's like, oh, mate, mate, um, mate, mate, mate. It's all good. Mate. You've done it. Oh cool. my god, Luma liked my tweet. Oh my god, Gabe <laughs> liked my tweet. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh what is my lord? God. I can't believe how fucking lucky I am. That's bullshit. That's insane. Like, I, I always wanted to... Assassin's Creed and this kind of thing was always what I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to do what Luma and Esco did. And, um... and we're doing it right now. We're, we're fucking doing it. it. We're doing it. We're, do we're just doing good. it cooler with more banter. Oh, 
Sure. I love you, Luma, but we're doing a cooler with more banter. Yeah, more banter, cooler, less multiplayer. That's what we're doing. And we're also way more of assholes than those two others. Oh, are yeah, very of course. nice people. Of course. We're genuinely just cunts. Yeah, um, like, see, we say we speak our mind, which we definitely do, but also I do love to exaggerate what I think. Um, I do love to rage, as we, we all I know. I do love to, like, I just love to, like, and people get mad. People get mad. They're like, oh, you're not a true fan. It's like, no, but I'm more of a true fan if I say what I think was bad. If I lose my shit about the tiniest little things, it's because I love it so much and I just want to be perfect. At least that's what I tell myself at night. Um, no, that is, it's 100% true. I love it more than people, if everyone just praises it, it's just, well, okay, let's calm down. You're just exactly. Like, you know, if you, you know, if you want to get advice from someone, definitely don't go to Colin Black. What? Did I just say? Yeah, okay, I, well, no, well, right. no, definitely come to me, Ubisoft. Look, I know what I'm talking about. Oh, classic biggest asshole the community <laughs> definitely George. It's 100 percent you. <laughs> oh god, I'm just the most controversial. I just like you know. I I think I I like to think that people also find it funny. I like I like to think that that Colin would find it funny. I hope, anyways. Except you're just a bully. <laughs> I hope so. I know Brett would find it funny. I mean, what did I just say? Did I just speak on Brett's behalf? I don't know. We love Brett. I love Brett. I fucking love Brett. <laughs> we need to get him on again. We do. Uh, well, no, it's, well, I love talking to him. I love talking to him off anything when it's just me and him because he's fucking hilarious. I love him so much. He is funny. He's, 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 he's brilliant. He's one of the good guys. And for anyone that's like, who, what are these people really like? Because, I mean, people know we're like because we just talk shit all the time. But other YouTubers don't do podcasts and talk and maybe yeah. everyone knows us very well compared to other YouTubers that don't do this sort of like up front so for people like well what are these guys like because i mean pretty much every, i don't have a problem with really anyone some people i don't i'm not the biggest fans of but it's nothing personal it's all just whatever but brett's one of the good guys 100 percent. he's one of the best genuine people that that you can watch around like ubisoft assassin's creed mm -hmm. community wise so people listening 100 percent. he's one of the good guys agreed. that's out there agreed i just i love there's two comments here that i think are great Hellcat said, a lot of people just suck off AC. That's that's you, Alex. And then uh, Billy said, <laughs> definitely go to James for trusted reviews. Rogue is the second best AC game. <laughs> <laughs> I love Billy so much. Definitely, well, it's the third Sucks. best. Get it right, Billy. Um, but yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's fantastic. AC2 revelations. Rogue then. Fucking <laughs> scum of the earth. You make me physically <laughs> Sometimes I think I should private the video, and then sometimes I'm like, well, it has, like, 70,000 views, so maybe not. That's another reason to private the video, because it got that <laughs> views, and that many people saw that abomination of an opinion. <laughs> people get so mad at me because I change my opinion so much, and I do get that. But another thing is, right, I reviewed... You get so mad at you, and you can stop the sentence there. I, rev I reviewed Syndicate, right, <laughs> when it first came out. And I did say, I did praise it for a lot of things. And that was after it came out. And I guess what I did was I waited for the game to settle and everything. And then I reevaluated and thought, okay, so what's the game like now after I've had this time with it? Then I re-reviewed it against Unity. And people are mad at me for that. And I'm kind of like, well, I want to give an updated opinion because I've had time to kind of think about it, I guess. And I guess it's good. But at the same time, I did fuck people over with that first review. Because so many people were like, I watched your review and bought it, you fucking idiot. And I'm like, oh, sorry. I watched your review and bought it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I did that because all you fucks are like, it's the best story. You were wrong the whole time, Tyler. Like, oh, I'm from talking about old, Syndicate. Old, from, oh, Syndicate. Okay, I thought you were talking about Rogue for a second. Still. No, no. I'm drunk. 
That's my excuse. Oh god. It's late at night, I've had a long week as you know, and I'm I I I do stand by that I quite still enjoy Rogue actually. No, you don't. Anyway, but you also I can't wait till you change your mind and apologize for saying Unity is better than Syndicate. I can't wait for you to apologize. You really st- I don't like Syndicate. I I know you don't, but you need to apologize because it's you. You literally called the DLC the worst part of Syndicate. You called it the Unity of Syndicate. Yeah, but people know what I mean by that. Unity is the Unity worst. Released, Unity's when- the worst. Unity's the worst. Unity is the worst. I think three is the worst game, but Unity's way worse than Syndicate. You had fun playing Syndicate the first time. You did not have fun playing Unity. Yeah, but now, thinking about but, things now, right? What do you mean? I enjoyed, I enjoyed Unity more than Syndicate. Like when I replayed Unity, I loved it. And when I, it's because you've hated it. Like it's. But no, 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 no. It's because <laughs> when the game first came out, right? It was. I think when you play things, I guess. Oh, it's weird. The story of Unity is a bit strange. It kind of fucks around a lot, and they did it odd and weird. Um, weird structured, super weird. Yeah, it's it is weird. And then the, it was broken when it came out. I think it's the it's still weird. The gameplay is weird. The the detection and stealth works better, a lot better. Because I could play, I played the entire game through, and I could do stealth properly. So that's that's a good sign. The combat isn't a strong point, but I liked it more than Syndicate because Syndicates is is weird and i don't like the the combat and it like that weird i don't like it but i just mm, there's more to do in unity and it's more in depth and i feel like i can be immersed in the world but with syndicate there's nothing to do it's like you know okay this is gonna just don't 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 lynch me for this but you know how brotherhood had a ton of content and then revelations didn't have half as much it's kind of like how Unity had a ton of content, and then Syndicate didn't have that much either. So, so Unity's Brotherhood and Syndicate's Revelations is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but for sure, just apologise to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god. <laughs> oh, uh, mm. oh, man, yeah. I'm enjoying this beer. I haven't, I haven't had a good beer. In, and I found Great Northern is the beer. Mm-hmm. Found it uh, from my home state of Queensland. Finally, they're selling it down here in Victoria. They've been doing it for a little while, but I don't get enough. It's harder to find, so I've just I picked up tonight. I'm feeling so good right now. My week's been picked up. The you you were right, James. You here, your banter has just exactly. saved me. Yeah, I knew it. But yeah, for sure, apologize about that though. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, sorry. I do apologize. Yeah. I apologize yeah. to the community. Apologize yeah. to Luma, the Godfather. The Godfather, yep. And I apologize to Esco, the devil. Well, okay. Well, well you know, we, wrong. We, you definitely, we want him on the podcast at one point, but that's never yeah, going to happen. Yeah, okay, that's all right. Well, I forgive you. Yeah. You know, my whole career, my whole career is going to the toilet. I love I'm professional. I love I'm a professional it. and my career is going to the toilet. I want to give, give him a hug. Just because <laughs> I'm associated with you, then my career goes into the toilet. At least you need to have variety. I agree, Jamie. I agree with that one. Unity did had have the murder. It had murder mystery. It had the one of the best free roams. It did. That's something it, that I agree with. I agree with that. And I think it's strange because the only thing is with Syndicate to me, it felt quite bland. It felt. I didn't feel like a like I had a reason to keep playing. Yeah. Look, I I mean I did all the free roam and I Syndicate I thought was a lot of fun. Well structured, 
well themed, well tonally stayed the same the whole game. Was it the greatest thing ever? No, but it was for, it was for what it was a Victorian London game that was good. It was, it was the best mm-hmm. I could do. Yeah, and I really I'll, just, I'll replay it at some point. You know how much I hate the setting, right? You knew how much but I hated the setting before the game came out. You know how much yeah. I still like the setting now. I truly will stand by they did the best game humanly possible to make with that setting. I just yeah. don't think it could have been better. So. It was just a bad setting, bad idea. Victorian London was a terrible fucking idea. It's strange. My opinions are always going to change, I think. Well, we're allowed to change our minds. Mm, I can like, change my mind a lot. People was like, what, what? Every year, like, with all the important beliefs in life, I change my mind. Every year is a different Tyler. Like, major political issues and things like that. People change their minds all the time. It's just life. Like, it's not a big deal. But for sure, apologize. Anyway. Um, and, but we're oh, allowed to change God. minds. It's not a big deal. Whatever. Um, I find Syndicate insultingly bad. Well, yeah. I mean... Okay. Well, I mean, Pantaclaws. In, in terms of Assassin's Creed, Syndicate was pretty bad. Like it was, when you think about like the Ezio trilogy, then think about Syndicate. Like they're really far apart. They're not even. It doesn't even feel like the same game. The murder mysteries and the dreadful crimes were better than the ones in Unity. Well, that makes me want to cry because I don't have Syndicate on PS4. That's quite sad. Someone buy it for Tyler. Please send me a code for Syndicate, please, on PS4. Yeah. Ubisoft already did it, and then I gave it away uh, because I didn't have a PS4 then. Oh, that's a sad... That's sad. You... Well, I didn't know I was even going to get a PS4. No, it's, been, it's been like nine months, so to be fair, I'm not going to hold on to that code for nine months anyway. Yeah, that's fair enough. Like, Square Enix keep giving me DLC codes for Just Cause 3, and I'm like, I don't have it installed. I don't want to play anymore if I'm bored of it. Just Do you guys ever change your mind about Connor? That's something I've never changed my mind about. <laughs> never. Oh, I know when I changed my mind about Connor. When I thought he was a good character, then I realized he wasn't after playing the game. Okay, see, I thought he was bad from the start to the end. Really? What? Like what? No, no, no. Like from when the, when the game got announced. Oh, oh, so no, definitely. I well, like, I didn't know. I hadn't played the game yet. Well, yeah, I was I like, played... oh, he's an interesting character. Could be cool. Then I played the game and realized that it was. I was horribly mistaken because he had it's some like... badass lines in the trails. I was like, oh, this guy's gonna be a badass. And then you play the game and you're like, oh, he has some moments, but it's just it's a fucking pussy. Um. We're back to this topic, but oh, yeah, no, I, I, th- I didn't like him at the end of when I played him the first time. I didn't like the ga- I didn't like the game. Like no. it wasn't like it's not. Let's face it, it's not just gone. I just didn't like the game after I played it. I tried my best to like it. I what? Well, it's like anything. Everyone knows how much we love Assassin's Creed overall, mm. and people are like you just blind by nostalgia. I'm not. I want them to be good. When they're not good, they're not good. It doesn't exactly. mean they're not good to everyone. Just to me. When I don't think it's good, I just don't think it's good. Exactly. And I'm not, it's not blinded by anything. I it's want not them even to be nostalgia because when the game came out, we just had revelations. It wasn't nostalgia going, oh, this game's not as good as the Etcher trilogy because I can understand what people say now. I understand why they might think that because it was a long time ago. But yeah, sure. when 3 came out, not liking that game straight away, it's not nostalgia. It was just a bad game. Like, after having those games that we loved and being so hyped for 3 and then playing it and being disappointed was like, what? Like, because you, you didn't think they could do anything wrong. Like, they'd made four amazing games that I loved and then they brought out 3 and it was just such a disappointment compared to the other games. And it's like, I didn't I didn't expect it. I thought it was going to be great. And it wasn't. And I, it, I... And they just... I don't know. I just don't even know. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm going to for sure... Oh, wait, George Washington burned down my village, not Charles Lee? Oh, I'm going to go kill my Native American best friend. Um, That's Connor, but... <sighs> yeah, I, I actually literally forgot that happened. That's, uh, that's, that's the sequence of... By the way... By the way, ladies and gentlemen, that's a sequence of events, how it happens. Oh, I've been chasing down Charles Lee and became an assassin and changed my whole life based on the fact that these uh, Templars can burn down my village and it could happen again in the future because the Templars are going to control everything and develop. Oh, wait, no, they're not because Haytham loved uh, this native girl, so he actually wouldn't have if the Templars were in control. But it was turned out George Washington did that and did the whole thing that changed my life, but I'm still going to defend George Washington and be the white guy and kill my Native American best friend in that particular order, ladies and gentlemen. That's that was, Assassin's Creed 3 for you. That was... Oh, my God. Why did he... Why did he do that? Oh, uh, dude, let's not even talk. I don't even want to talk about it, please. And why um, did the Native American dude believe Charles Lee? Some white guy comes into his village and tells him, he's like, it must be true. Then Connor shows up and goes, dude, it's not true. And he's like, it must be true now that my best friend has denied it and a guy I've never met told me it. Wow, let's try and kill Connor. Like, I mean, I agree with the dude. I, I would well, kill Connor too. To, but... be, to be fair, Connor did join the Sith because Charles Lee tried to defend their village in the first place, and Connor joined the guy who burned down the village in George Washington. So technically, like I said, Hayden Christensen in Connor comparison is accurate. Connor is on the dark side and is the Darth Vader of Assassin's Creed, except terrible. I can't believe I just said that because Darth Vader is amazing. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, well... Patriots are camped right outside. Okay, well, I guess that makes sense. It, the Charles Lee was like, dude, Connor's got the Patriots. And Connor was a Patriot, technically. Well, that's well, that's my whole point, is that he's he was just a white guy. I guess it does kind of make sense that the dude would believe Charles Lee. Considering the Patriots were outside, he told him it was Connor. But, but Connor why would they believe the Connor had something to do with it? That's what I get. Yeah, that's is it because he showed up? Is it, I guess because he showed up. Sure, no, like... Obviously, there's reasons for the secrets of the mission structure. Sure. I'm just saying when you think about it in the big picture, it sounds fucking ridiculous. It does like, sound retarded. It just sounds insane. Oh, it's funny. Connor did make a really bad decision. Like, I don't... I really want to talk to the guy that wrote the script and be like, why after Connor found out that, like, who actually burned down his village, which is the reason of Game of Cassidy, why did he still hunt down the guys that didn't do anything and tried to defend his village? Like, why? Why did this happen? Corey May... Tell me, you wrote AC2. What are you doing? Like, oh. Patrice was there, but yeah. That's fair enough. He was like, because basically, uh, Corey May tried to make Connor an AC2, and Patrice was like, please don't do that. Don't do that. Scrap that idea, throw it in the bin. And then when he went to write AC3, he was like, oh, let's go through the garbage. And he found the script, the original script for Connor. He was like, let's make this AC3. Patrice can't stop me now. And then Connor was made. You know, we're like, we're still way deep in this podcast and we're, we're six minutes away from the full three. Whoa. It's almost been three hours. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm done talking about Connor though. I'm done for one uh, podcast. I'm, I'm just done. I'm going to make a video one day though. I want to make a big video explaining everything that I, my opinions on Connor. And when I've done it, no one can come at me from any direction. I'll be shielded from everywhere with excuses for why you're wrong everywhere i think i just don't want to make that video because i it's he's then it's not even worth it's not even worth that editing time this is easy because i literally just say it because i think it's i think it's i think people would find it funny because i'd enjoy watching someone do that but also because i think it'll be fun as hell yeah that's true
this Templars still want to create a. I we could, we're now, I'm done. I'm done. We're moving. I I can't talk about this anymore. I can't talk about Assassin's Creed Three anymore. It's too much time. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Um. Yeah, even Billy's like, I'm done about AC. Fuck it off. I'm I'm agreed. <laughs> we've 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 talked about it immensely. In oh this Jesus. Assassin's Creed. Uh, well, at least I put in the title now. So, James, you, this past two fortnight, the last week, two weeks, yes. did a giveaway of Kill Connor Club t-shirts. Oh, so I did. Um, so, 15,000 subscribers, congratulations again. We talked about that last podcast. You're almost at 16,000. And again, congratulations. So, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> okay. for that giveaway... There was we talked about, or you well you talked about uh, getting people to set, submit their favorite Kill Connor Club moments. I did. That was an interesting read. I must say. I agree. I think the thing that I thought would be most people's favorite wasn't, but at the same time that it was. I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I the one thing that I realized when I did that is how many people actually watch it or listen to it that I've never seen before. Like, people that are just like, oh, this is my favorite moment. I, like, I love when you do this and that. And, like, like, really specific moments, I'm like, I've never seen your comments before, ever. Like, I didn't even know you listened to it. Like, it kind of made me realize that thousands of people actually do listen to it, like, across SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. And it's kind of mental, actually. There is a lot of people. Like, we've, we've, we've been getting substantially a lot of views the last few podcasts. Yeah. Plus, obviously, iTunes, SoundCloud adds to that as well it's uh it's uh it's it's going all the way it's it's definitely going to do well next year 2017 is going to be fucking crazy mm. i've still got some i've still got some more more stuff i got to talk to you about that as well so oh, yeah. we've got we're still like five months out and we're s- so much cool planning for next year yeah we'll have some cool stuff and it'll be all planned and it'll be all good and we'll, we're, <laughs> we're getting a new uh kill Connor club logo right like a yeah, like we'll do it. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll because we'll, we'll take probably a break, right? Like just like three an extra week or two or something like over Christmas and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a quick break for the podcast and then come back and do a 2017 launch and launch all the other stuff. With hopefully we'll all come yeah, together. Hopefully it'll be set, so we'll have a bunch of stuff to launch along with new T-shirts, new design, and some cool and stuff. Whatever we plan. Very very cool stuff. It's gonna. Um, be- and yeah, new drawings, new everything. Plus, yeah, the extra stuff, and also what else? Uh, I mean, pl- oh yeah. So, and next year we'll also have a new Assassin's Creed game. So, the growth will be tremendous, I'd imagine. If if it's anything like this year, plus people are actually wanting to look for Assassin's Creed. Oh my Jesus Christ! Mm. Next year will be insanity. Plus the whole fact of you know. The cool stuff we're going to do. Kill Crow Club is going to be bigger and better than ever. And plus, yeah. It's going to be everything, awesome. Everything's going to come together. 2017 is going to be our year. Wow. I'm so excited for next year. It's going to be good. I'm, and I'm this hyped. year's been great. This year has been great. And it's crazy because we're Assassin's Creed channels and we'll be getting more views and more subs and loads more, like, everything. And there's no game. And it's, it's crazy. So I can't imagine what it's going to be like when Empire... It better be Empire. Like I'm, I'm sure. It, it, I'm we've, it is. we've already taken. We've now on the loop back to the start of the podcast. <laughs> I know. If when it's announced though, 
properly. We're going to have our current audience that are going to be even more hyped up. We're going to have the rest of the Assassin's Creed audience. Then when they start showing it E3 and stuff, we're going to get the mainstream audience going like, oh, this is a really cool Assassin's Creed game, hopefully. And just a shit ton of audience. And we're going to just grow the community. We're going to try and get, you know, more more regulars that, you know, we know within the community as well. Because I love getting those guys like Jamie and Mariana and like uh, Billy and Ordal and I don't want to miss anyone out. But you know who I mean, Vic those guys. Vic Victor. Victor, yeah. those, you know, those are the guys that I can just see in the chat right now. So I'm just listing those. But, um... BQ, yeah, Brendan. Like, Can't forget Brendan. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Oh like, you know, um, all the guys that are, you know, are regulars that we know well. I want to get loads more of those people so we can have this really cool community of, like, like kind of, like, close people. And then we're going to have, like, you know, we just grow the Assassin's Creed community. And AC Empire Wishlist can only, like, help with that. Having, you know, the, peop the fans of the games, like, have their say on a larger scale will be awesome. And uh, it's just going to be cool. I can't wait to see the community grow. I want the Assassin's Creed community to just flourish with with 2017 i really really hope we can do it i think it'd be awesome plus hopefully next year as well plus hellcutter coming yeah you didn't say hellcutter um oh, there and, and and also, Grayson. Yeah, yeah. yeah and also the there's gonna be i think next year the plans we've got is even better way to um have the people that are always around feel more special i think mm. the the in a, the community feel more a part of everything i hope that's what's gonna happen yeah. Um, from the stuff we're doing, uh, and it's going to be very, very cool. Mm, I'm, I'm very excited, and this is why I like what we do as well. I think, uh, I think <clears throat> that most people forget. I don't know. I just feel like some YouTubers are about making YouTube videos, which is, and that's about it. Like that's fine. I th I do really admire for uh, for you how into it's all about the community and everything, mm. and that leads the way for a lot of people to be like it's no what none of us are any more special than anyone else it's true mm -hmm. um and that's a good thing to be and i like that way better than a lot of other communities which is just like it's, but it's nothing wrong i don't begrudge like youtube just going i just make videos people watch them that's it like whatever that's fine yeah. but yeah it's cool I, I think and i think it's just what's what's going to separate next year with us to anyone else or at least even people might have more subscribers than us but you know the people that are involved in our community have way more fun, love us all more because it's it's not about a million people. It's just about the people that are there, everyone being close and cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Whenever you like, because it's awesome streaming, getting to interact with everyone, and then like the wish list thing, interact with the yes, community. Yes, I love I try streaming. To, like reply to everyone, like make sure I can like read all the comments, see what people are thinking and stuff. And I try my best to like. It's weird when people do, kind of. I guess it's strange because I do kind of see it as more of like we're part of the community rather than at the top of the community because I don't I don't feel like that's a thing. But it's like it's strange when people do try to be as nice as they possibly can because they don't want like offend you. And it's like you can just say whatever the fuck you want. Like I don't care. Like it's you know. I just I just talk shit on on a video. Right, there's a lot yeah. more to it than that. Please, like there's a lot to it. <laughs> um, I don't just talk into a mic definitely don't just do that uh I, that's all i do i just be, tell dick jokes be a silly goose that is literally what you just you're a goose and you, you're a talking goose that tells dick jokes that's tyler's channel everybody it, it's gotten me this far it's really that's got true. me this far that's true um and yeah it's yeah that's pretty awesome like i this community is awesome and i just, like it's gonna be so cool to see it grow and everything i think it's gonna be awesome i'm, I'm excited so am i uh, could it be next year already? 
but I think I think <laughs> there's a couple of moments in your wishlist comments about KCC moments and like community and stuff, which was like, um, or not wishlist, the giveaway. And yeah, yeah. I didn't realize people really liked when I got angry. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, that was I was like, look, I know it's kind of funny, right? But it's hilarious. I remember that one where you lose your shit about the modern day at the beginning of your highlight. Oh yeah, that's funny. That's funny. I like because that. it's like I'm not even mad, but I just lose my shit for <laughs> some reason. It's great. It's great. You're just like, oh god, if they can't get it right, like after a year off. Like, and you're just, like, shouting at me and Nick are just there, like, Tyler, 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 chill. I'm, and I'm like, but I think it's going to be good. I don't know why I got so angry. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. That was a good and, moment. And it's been fucking two years of that. And there's so many highlights, so many cool guests and people loving Luma. That was really cool. The comment, the one, one of the comments that won the shirt being, um, the one with Luma was so cool because they had my three favorite Assassin's Creed YouTubers in it. And I'm like... That's amazing. I love that's cool. That is to me. great. That is awesome. That's, um, to to be even put in the same sentence as Luma, I was like, holy fuck, that's crazy. That's insane. That is so, amazing. It's so strange though to think that building this community started by me just covering Assassin's Creed Unity, and then this community kind of formed out of it, and now it's just you know we're kind of just part of this Assassin's Creed community. It's awesome. It's yeah. Hey, James, you want to do a collab? Yeah, Joe, come in. Let's do a stream. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> what? What? Oh, God. Jesus um, Christ. Do you uh, do you realize that this podcast, which is big in the community, very big, mm. people love it. If what if what if we didn't if we didn't do that first stream, none of it would exist. I know it's crazy. that one that one stream. Of us, I don't know who decided to do the stream. I don't know who pushed the collab. I thought it was you. You said it was me. I don't know. But if we didn't do that, just one stream on that one day with those pe- one people, you know, those certain people watching, none of this would be happening. Oh, we would not crazy. be here talking. Right? If we hadn't done that stream, like, on that day at the time, like, if that dude that said Kill Connor Club wasn't watching, like, it wouldn't, it, we wouldn't have come up with the name. Like, it's such a random name. The guy just said it as a joke. Like, and we just we just went with it. Like that's it might have been it might have been a podcast eventually. Like even us doing the whole thing might have ended up becoming a podcast. Maybe it wouldn't have. Maybe it would have been just I don't know. But no, idea, but it's crazy that we actually took the name Kill Corner Club from that one guy's club. Like the fact that he said it once, then everyone's like hashtagging it at the end, and we just that's just what we're like. Okay, that's what we're going with. It needs to be Kill Corner Club. And two years later, here we are, twenty nine full episodes or twenty eight full episodes in. Well, twenty nine if you include episode zero, the first one. Mm. So technically, the two-year anniversary is the 30th episode, I guess, if you want to say that. Yeah, it's the 30th episode, episode 29. Plus, yeah. like, we've had special episodes, plus That's the true. Stick of Dynamite, plus the many, dynamite. Stre- many streams and gameplay stuff we've done together. So it's uh, been two years of crazy collaboration. Hmm. That's crazy. I, yeah, it's insane. Like, uh, Kill Connor Club, it's so good. I can't even imagine. I don't even like to think about what would have happened if it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. Uh, for sure, get in contact with Red Wolf, whatever his name is. Yeah, it was Red Wolf. That was his name. That Red Wolf. Legend. I don't know legend. where he is. I don't think he even realizes oh, forever, what he did. For- forever and that man's dead. Oh, God. 
I and wish I could find him. I want him. I want to find him. And be like, dude, you do realize you named our our podcast, right? Like, let's change our whole careers. That's insane. Uh, I probably wouldn't be. I almost definitely would not be doing YouTube right now, talking to everyone. Yeah, that's if strange. it wasn't for, if that wasn't for that. So you did say that you were basically the kind of like on the verge of kind of quitting. I was on the verge of quitting during the Unity time when I was still kind of excited. It was just kind of at the end of my road, and I was just like, I'm going to move on, do different things. Mm. And then we did the collaboration. We did the first episode, and I was like, that was awesome. That was so cool to be, actually be talking to other people properly and do that sort of stuff, and I love listening to podcasts. That was so cool. Mm. And after that, that kind of won me over. And then when yeah. the podcast became irregular, it was like, well, there's no way I'm going anywhere. And now I can't even imagine going anywhere. Even if Assassin's Creed is like shit man i'll do what i do with syndicate just push through it just fucking push through it because the podcast is there and there's things to be done and there's banter to be had and the stories to be told it's awesome it is freaking awesome oh, oh. classic it's so this... I, I i listened to that first kcc recently the episode zero yeah and it's it's so like at the start of it we're all kind of, it's also way more awkward because I, I didn't realize the audio was out of sync for the entirety of it. But because someone did say at the beginning, the audio is out of sync. Then you listen to him, you're like, no, it sounds fine. I was like, okay. But it was out of sync for the whole thing. Um, yeah. So I, I blame you for that. And, um, oh, to, I, can't I, I, don't, I don't even stream now. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, listen, I listen back to it and it's weird because the beginning is like kind of awkward because it's the first time we ever spoke to each other and it was weird. And then after a while, like you kind of brought you, you had your list, which was, which did is, I? Yeah, no, you I had did, a list. Off. Did. I did not. Because I was like, I was like, Tyler, you had like a list of things to talk about. You were like, yeah. So, and then you went into the list. You had trust, a list. Trust me, bro. I did not have a list. I bullshitted that. Really? Me, when you it said like a list. Nah, man. Nah, man. When you said you have a list of things to talk about, I said yes, but that's a list in my head. That wasn't an actual list. I have a written page of document oh, it was right still now. Still a list. Come on, it was still sure, a list. I get. I just had things I wanted to talk about. I guess. Yeah. And what, yeah sure. I was but, from day one. I was organizing this podcast, but yeah, and then we just started talking about shit, and it was just, it just went awesome. We went for like what was it like four hours? I think something like that. Yeah, it was a long time. That was insane. It was just never done anything like it. it was the first of its kind for me, doing it, and yeah, it was just getting to know you and Joe because it's just like talking to other obsessed Assassin's Creed YouTubers or obsessed Assassin's Creed fans mm. because. I didn't know your opinion on the box or who. what's your favorite assassin. All this, just the basic questions of talking about Assassin's Creed with other Assassin's Creed fans that you good. don't know. And we just, in one podcast, all got to know each other and we were like all pretty into the same things and Joe was a bit nicer than you and me and we're like, oh, we've got to kind of <laughs> weasel him out because he's too nice and not much of a mess <laughs> Oh, God. But, yeah. Classic Kill Corner Club. Uh, well, I think what I'm going to do for the two-year anniversary is I want to get a video out with all the highlights of Kill Connor Club. And yep. I think I want to do that. I'll find all the best, best moments, like the most meaningful moments, the funniest moments, some cool stuff. I'm going to put together an awesome video for, for that. So I have two weeks. I'm going to put that together, and it's going to be two, awesome. Two years, I can't believe it. That's crazy. feels like two way years. longer, but it still doesn't feel like that long. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it's weird to think that it was a year. Like, we didn't do anything when it was a year. Like, we were just kind of like, oh, it's a year. I don't even think we even noticed it. I don't even remember. I think no, we tweeted it day, out. I was just like, yo, Tyler, it's, 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 it's a year. Like, what? Because I, I went on Time Hop, and it was, like, me advertising the Kill Connor Club stream. And I was like, oh, okay. Because by, by the time it was a year, we'd done about five episodes of it. 
and we're yeah. now at two years and we've done 29 episodes of it. So, oh, that's insane. Like, even the start of the year, first episode of 2016 was episode 13. We're eight months in and we're already at episode tw- you know, 28. So, you know, we've done already, this year alone, more than double, mm. or not not double, well, well, what we did before, yeah, oh, it is double, I don't even know, is that double? We haven't uh, done double the previous episodes, we've doubled what we've already, oh, fuck, I don't know, I'm drunk. What are you um, saying? I'm not having a stroke, uh. you're having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having a stroke, you're having a stroke. Perfect. Oh, God, okay. Yeah. Over 50 years to go. Two years of KCC now and 50 years to go. Jesus. Episode 4,000. Imagine that. Episode 4,000 of Kill Connor Club. We're like 80. And we're so, just there like... Um... Connor still sucks, right? <laughs> yeah. Good. And Someone's like, you, you don't understand Connor. You don't You don't get him. Which like, oh, for, fuck, for fuck's get, sake. We finally get Noah Watts on and we stab him to death. Oh, God, we need to get him on one day. We need to get him on one That's day. That's a weird time to say that, James. I just said we stabbed <laughs> him to death, and then you're like, we do need to get him on, though. And I'm like, well, okay, Oh, God. Fine. I think it's crazy that he knew who we were. When we went on, because he was live streaming, and Ethan mentioned us, and he knew about the Kill Connor Club. I think that's that's amazing. That's fucking hilarious. Fuck that guy. Um... Oh, that's great. <laughs> he, he took it so well, though. Like, he thought it was funny. It was like, um, what do you say? It sounds like a trap. Yeah, oh, when great. you're like, come on the podcast now, he's like, yes, it's... Sounds like a tr- I don't know how he talks. He just talks like a fucking pussy. Noah Watts is a nice man. He's not Connor. It's okay. I'm not saying Noah Watts because he did the Connor voice you said. I'm talking he, about Connor. What? I'm doing my Connor impression. Oh, so you're doing Noah Watts. Okay. Noah Watts doesn't even no, sound like Connor. I have no problem with Noah Watts. It's I'm weird. just saying. We need to get I'm him just, on, though. I want to yeah, get him on so bad. I, I don't because it'll just be an argument for three hours. Oh, um, no, dude. I need to. I need to. It'd be so funny. You and Noah Watts just having, having an argument. Oh, God. He needs to do the whole thing in the Connor voice, though, just to piss you off. Every time you get mad about Connor, he just needs to slip into the Connor voice and argue against it. <laughs> I'll literally... I, I'll break my window. I will start... I'll be so angry because I want to, I want to jump through the microphone and stab Connor. I'll be like, I'll fucking kill you! And then I just start... I'll pick up, like, my guitar and I start uh. smashing the window and just to rage and let out my anger. And I'll, I'll leave the podcast. I'll walk the fuck out. That's amazing. I'm getting angry thinking about that. Uh, we need to get Roger Craig Smith on as well. Oh, the dream. I can retire. I'm done with YouTube after that. We need to no. get Roger on. That would be so good. That's everything. That's everything. That's everything. I think, I think we can do it as well. I think it's I possible. Think I think it could be possible for next year. I think I think it's it's a goal. That's everything. That's everything. And then, you know, other people like Darby. We need to get Darby on eventually because that would be awesome. But it, it needs to be when he's writing a game and he's actually got a reason to come on. Whereas right now he's like, I'm not going to answer questions. I'm not coming on. Fuck you. We hate you. We need to be first on that. We're going to beat the Assassin's Den. We're oh. going to have him on and we're going to brag about we're gonna, him. We're going to be what? What? Yeah, I know. We're not going to. We're, we're the number one Assassin's Creed podcast in the world. So I don't care about the Assassin's Den. When they do three episodes a year, uh, we're the best. <laughs> It's not even they anymore, it's a he, it's just Lucas. Well, it's, it is it's just so Lucas. sad, because I remember I used to listen to him, there was like four people on it. It's just Luma now. It's so ah, sad cool. to listen to that. Why is that sad? I like, because, I like it better Because now. everyone's gone. Like, everyone's gone. Like, oh, I remember listening to the one what... with Roger Craig Smith, and it had, like, like it was Luma, Esco, and there was a couple other people on it, and they were just having banter with Roger Craig Smith, and now it's just Luma, just interviewing people. And it's like, oh, I miss, I miss when all the other guys were on, and there was banter and everything. 
Look, I love, but I love Luma just doing it. Like, so that's I cool. Do. But I get what you're saying. It's sad because all those people are just gone. Yeah. Obviously, Esco's the only one left. Ubisoft, but... He can join us if he ever wants to. You know, you can just you can just chill with our community. Like, he doesn't have to be separate. Like, he can just chill with us. It's cool. Luma you're can welcome jo- on whenever you want. Luma whenever you want. I want to get. Luma I want to get Asim back on. I miss Asim. Oh yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. That'd be hilarious. I love him. Oh, I do too. And also need to have Brett on. I need to have. Oh, we need to get Jordan Ger- again. Need to, I was about to say we need to have Gergon and mm. Ethan and Jesus. Two year anniversary. We got to come up with an idea for this. We got to. We're just. I'm, I feel. I forget we're even live right now. To yeah, be honest. So we're well like, over the full I, three. Because it's like we're just on our normal conversation, just chatting to each other on Skype, and I'm like, oh, wait, we're still actually live on a podcast? We're not just talking to each other (laughs) about (laughs) stuff? Because we're just literally banging on about ourselves, which is the podcast where we brag, and just because I'm so fucking cool, chisel chin, thick, full neck, and just impulsive attitude. Not a big deal. Uh, Just my sharp elbows where I cut through the the jungle, and I fight with my T-Grey, and yeah, whatever. It's not a big deal. It's just (laughs) T-Grey. Um, that was last week. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So throwback to last episode. Perfect. Cool. I mean, we've, I've still got stuff on the list, but we're, we've gone over the full three. I'm Wait, tired. what stuff is on the list? Um, we'll shoot through like like in two minutes. What have we Go done? As quick as we can. Uncharted talk, conversation. That's oh, a long that's, conversation. That's Plus, a we long have. One. We, if, I mean, people can go to James's random ass fucking games and banter. The last hour is just you and me talking Uncharted. Yeah, we can. You can go, and we can talk about that another time. But yeah, I'll just let people know I finished Uncharted the whole series. It's been three weeks, and I finished all four games. I fucking loved it. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah, I think you know. I think we do need to go with that idea. Two-year anniversary. I think we should have a bunch of different guests on for like every like fifteen-minute, twenty-minute sections. We have like Luma, Asim, Brett, George, all the lads. I think we should do that. Yeah, that's a great that's a idea. idea. Cool. There we go. I think I think we did it. I think three hours and seventeen minutes. It's all over. On to the two year anniversary. It's insane. Next in two weeks' time, the two year anniversary episode. Will be out. Don't know whether it'll be live or pre-recorded. If we do something special, it'll probably be pre-recorded unless we can organize it so well that it can be live. But that's, that's so not gonna happen. impossible. So it'll most probably be a pre-recorded episode. But stay tuned for it because it'll be a good one. It'll be a good one. Um, and I'll also on that same day, I guess, or maybe no, the day before, maybe, or maybe the day of the anniversary. Maybe I'll upload the anniversary video. I suppose. But yeah, do it the day of the anniversary. That sounds good. There we go. That is it. Kill Con Club episode 28. That's crazy. 28. Kill Con Club. That's. Is that it? Is that it? We done now? We ending? Yeah. Oh, fucking okay. Well, I've just done the thing. Now we're still going. Well, you. Okay. Well, we didn't outro. Well, what, like, did, what, what did you want me to say? Have you ended it now? No. Okay, so we're still going. Yeah, still going. Well, you just kind of paused and left it there, so I was like, I just thought I'd come in. Yeah. That, uh, We've been doing this for two okay. years, James. We haven't sorted this out? What the fuck? Well, we've been doing that for about two weeks. <laughs> okay, so basically, buy our merch um, in the description. Kill Console oh, t-shirts. Um, and that's about it. 
thanks, man. That really was useful for ruining my outro. Uh, <laughs> subscribe to my channel. And everyone, uh, before yeah. you go, like the stream. Let's get to some. Let's get some high likes. Uh, it'll be on iTunes soon. But by the time, if you listen to this on iTunes, it's already on fucking iTunes. So don't even worry about it. Um, and look forward. Be. As if they would be worrying about it. like, oh, what? When's it coming out on iTunes? Oh, it's gonna be out. Oh, it's okay. It's already out on iTunes. It's all good. But they're listening yeah. to it on iTunes. You're at the end of the podcast. I so I'm assuming you don't worry about it. Don't worry anyway. Uh. <laughs> And, uh, this is dumb as shit. You're at the end you of the ruined, podcast, so you've you reached the end of the podcast, so <laughs> it'll be on iTunes soon if you want to completely re listen to the whole thing. <laughs> and uh, it's late. And okay. uh, Justice Monday on Monday. Oh, fucking hell, that sounded retarded. <laughs> this is so bad. You've ruined everything. I, I, I turned off my brain because oh. I outroed and now you've ruined it. I'm trying to talk. Okay, anyway, just subscribe to my channel. Fuck James. I'll oh, fuck that guy. Unsubscribe to him. Like every one of my videos. Just watch them all. Buy my merch and uh, be my patron. Whatever you want to do. Just send me money in games. That's just have a good time. I got a positive attitude. I got a big dick. It's not a big deal. Whatever. And uh, that's your podcast. So fuck everything else. But kill comic club.